guys, I can yep. start with an anecdote. I had my first, uh, my the company I work for is big into Skype, and we had our first, well, I they have tons of Skype meetings, but I was in on my first Skype meeting today, <laughs> and all I could think of was like, I use this for my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Did you tell everyone that, or you just keep that no, a secret? No, no, I didn't have much input. <laughs> I just sat there with the headphones on, muted, like telling people like, yeah, that thing's okay. Yes, please brew more coffee. Yes, do that. Like I wasn't even like my head wasn't even in the meeting. I was doing. <laughs> That's my the own thing with thing. conference calls. Nothing gets done. Right, right. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I I, I kind of keep I kind of keep my um, my hobbies hidden. No one wants to hear about video games where I work. So, <laughs> but but I do I do make sure to ask everyone or let everyone know what I do as far as collecting because. Of course, yes. you know, somebody's always mm-hmm. going to be cleaning their kids' stuff out. And, you know, as long as you let people know, it's always a good thing, right? Definitely got to do that. I haven't had much luck with that uh, since I moved. But back in New Jersey, I had people just leaving stuff on my desk, you know, on a weekly or almost daily basis. Like, oh, I found this. Or I was garage selling and I picked this up. I yeah. thought you'd like it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was a recipient of a box Game Boy and a uh, entire ColecoVision with about twenty games at my last job, so that was nice. That's pretty nice. cool. Yeah, so nice. free. So I'll, I'll take it. I'll take mm-hmm. it. But speaking of work, um, one of the things that I did at work um, last week was um, basically listen and watch E3 while I was working. So. <laughs> oh, is that what we're here for? Uh. <laughs> I think so. That's what I was told. So uh, I'm I'm really I'm really really excited to talk about E3. Um, as most people know, I'm a retro gamer, so the newer stuff that comes out, you hear a little clinky clinky. <laughs> Cheers! <laughs> Cheers! Uh, as uh, you know, most people know, I'm, I'm a primarily a retro gamer. I don't play a lot of new stuff unless we play something on the playthrough. Um, but you know, um, I've been watching it over the years with the the guys from the Collector Cast. They continually blow up my phone with the with text and such um, during E3. So over the last three years, I've basically kind of been drug into watching E3 just to know what's going on. And uh, this was kind of the, the year that I was like really excited and, and looking forward to it. And uh, some really good stuff. And uh, I got with you guys. I'm, I'm joined by um, my co-host, uh, Stephen, Sean, and Floyd. And uh, we just kind of decided... Uh, you know, we usually talk about uh, the games we play through, but we kind of decided what we would do this time is um, just talk about E3 and do like a little side project and um, see how it works. And uh, I think we're all excited, right? I am. I, this was uh, this was a pretty exciting E3 for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, so what's you? Got? I'm more. Oh, si- no, I, I actually don't. <laughs> I'm like you, Rich. I don't really get psyched about E3 because I don't really care about trailers i don't care about announcements i i Mm -hmm. i want to care about a game when it's in my hand when i can buy it and play it like even games that i'm like super super hype about like persona 5 like sure i'll watch a trailer here and there i'll i'll see like oh a new menu reveal or something like but even the games that i'm the most hyped about i don't care until it's literally in my hands and i can play it but yeah. having when when we started texting about oh let's do a E three show, I got all excited about it. I started watching all the press conferences and the trailers, uh-huh. and it, I haven't done that in years. It's a, it's a lot of fun, and mm-hmm. uh, one of the things that we I mean I'm going to mention I don't have an Xbox One or a PS four or no. a high end PC, so a lot of this stuff is just right over my head. But 
I mean, I'm in the, I'm in the same boat. But uh, it is Floyd cool and, to, to Floyd to, and Stephen are probably different though. <laughs> it's true, but I'm I, I just want to put that out there for myself. Like sure. as of now, my birthday is coming up, but I don't have a PlayStation yeah, Four or an Xbox One. <laughs> yeah, I, I've definitely put something on my Christmas list this year. I'm pretty excited. So, uh, so yeah. So how about you, uh, Floyd? Uh, you and Stephen, wh- where where are you guys currently as far as current gen? What do you guys own? Uh, I've oh geez, I got it. Yeah, I'm I've I've got all the latest stuff um i've got a sufficiently you know adequate you know gaming computer um Mm -hmm. got the x-bone got the ps4 got the wii u so okay yeah pretty much same thing here have the ps4 wii u gaming pc and i have an xbox one but uh i think you guys noticed i was considering selling selling it yeah um, what made you do that did e3 change your mind about your xbox one yeah yeah and Spoiler. Uh, oh. <laughs> xbox on good segue Definitely. i guess to get into microsoft yeah um it wasn't it didn't have anything to do with the games they showed i, I liked a lot of what they showed but um sure they're, they have this new like initiative they're launching called play anywhere which uh they talked about a lot during their press conference yeah, hell, let's get into it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, pretty much every, I don't know if it's every Xbox One game or just exclusives. Not every but, single uh, game. Yeah, I think it's pretty much every, most games though. I think pretty much all the exclusives going forward. Now, uh, wait a minute. Did you say the word exclusive? Well, <laughs> You're one of those guys. Quote, unquote, <laughs> exclusives. But, uh, <laughs> Only on Xbox and Windows 10. <laughs> well, see, I think that's part of uh, Microsoft's one the same, strategy, though, isn't it? right? Is they want right. to unify Xbox and Windows 10. They want it to be one, uh, like one thing. Well, they want to drag us all into the digital non-cartridge age. I mean, let's that's face it. it. That's what that's what they've done since the beginning. I mean, I'm sure that was their strategy. Mm-hmm. Why else? Why? <laughs> <laughs> but on the plus side, I do like the fact that if you buy either on S- Xbox One or on PC, you get the other yeah, uh, version cool. of it. So you kind of sure. get two games for the price of one. But that was Absolutely. Even if it is I mean, game. that is nice. That's a nice perk. That's kind of yeah, my I mean, um, my reason for um, considering selling my Xbox One because, you know, if I have a gaming PC that's more powerful than an Xbox One and can run games better than the Xbox One can, mm-hmm. you know, why would I mm-hmm. play those games on the Xbox One when they're going to be better on the PC? Um, well, what about mm-hmm. uh, new, quote, Project Scorpio? Oh. That's a little ways away. We'll, we'll see. And that's kind of another thing too. You know, um, the Xbox One is kind of a big, bulky, ugly uh, console to look at. And uh, you see the the new Slim model coming out soon. Mm-hmm. And, sure. You know, there's the upgraded Scorpio. So I'm like, maybe I'll just dump off my old model now. And maybe a few years down the road, if I feel the need to get another Xbox One console, then I'll buy one of the nicer ones that are coming out soon. Mm-hmm. No, totally fair. That's a good, yeah, good plan. Yeah. So that's a good place to start. That was the first thing that Microsoft showed at their presser. We're going to talk about all the pressers um, during well, this podcast. We're, we're going to leave uh, out one because I guess we all don't care about it, which was the, uh, quote, PC what? game show. Oh, oh. <laughs> was there one of those? Yeah, they kind of they, they started it last year, and uh, they do it in like a talk show style. Sure, okay. And, uh, I found it really boring last year, so I didn't tune in this year. Okay. Uh, it's like okay. they show I was going to say, if you, if you watched it, you're welcome to weigh in on it. You know, we'll, we'll give you two minutes at the end of the show. Okay, two minutes is more <laughs> more than enough time. I, c- I can get it over and done with now in like 30 seconds. Uh, so yeah, they kind of show a demo, and then they get like one or two developers to sit on the couch and then talk about the game, and then they move on to something else. 
So how do you guys want to do this? I mean, do you want to like talk about the games as they were presented? I, I kind of put them in order. I, I made the uh, uh, just kind of made us a little um, a chart to go by, a little outline, and I, and I did the games in order. Do you guys want to talk about them in order, or do you just want to talk about just in general, like what things that we liked, or how do you want to do it? I'm, I'm, I'm good with anything. On this yeah, point. I think we should just do like groups like you have it in the notes here, like Microsoft. Let's just roll right through sure. it. If somebody yeah. wants to shout out about Gears of War 4, like I'm, I certainly don't have anything to say about it. I, I like the series. I loved uh, one through three. I haven't played Judgment yet, but that's I mean, it looked pretty impressive. Um, OK, yep. You know, the, the trailer they were showing was all, even though it's not um, Cliffy B anymore, the, yeah. the action set pieces, they're kind of carrying on the torch of just the crazy over the top, uh, you know, insanity going on. But I, I actually yep. want to backpedal a little because it's funny, the um, what they were talking about with the uh, play anywhere thing. Uh, mm -hmm. Steven had texted like, oh, I'm selling my uh, Xbox One because now they, they have this initiative where I can play, you know, they want us to play the games on the PC on Windows 10. And I was watching, uh, I watched a Microsoft press conference with the uh, Easy Allies commentary. And for those who don't know, Easy Allies is the crew of game trailers who went on and started their own thing after game trailers got shut down. And immediately after they said this play anywhere thing, uh, Daniel Bloodworth, one of the guys there said, Oh, so now I don't need an Xbox one anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so it kind of made me laugh because it was make, like, Oh, Steven's selling his Xbox one. Like, I guess that's, yeah. that's how it's going now. But yeah, yeah, no, I think we should just like, I, the way I looked at this and the way I did my notes was, if I saw something that was a sequel that I wasn't like hype about, I didn't yeah. like, I don't, mm, not to say I don't care, but like for right. Forza Horizon 3, does anybody have anything to say about that? But like maybe. Oh, it beautiful. It looked really cool. And yeah, it looked pretty. Yeah. I mean, they make the, they do make the nicest looking racing games out there. It's not my thing, but I know a lot of people, it, it's their thing, you know. I mean, when Eric came and visited from Germany, I mean, he bought the hell out of all the racing games at all the local stores. And hell believe yeah, me, they were happy to get guy. rid of those. Yeah, and, and believe me, those guys were really happy to get rid of $1 and $2 games out of their bins when he came. <laughs> so <laughs> they really hooked him up. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, like, like, like Sean was saying, we can just kind of, like, go about it and talk about it. And, you know, there, like you said, there's, like, a lot of sequels that are out there and some things that aren't new. And... And, you know, we're, we're going to kind of talk about everything that was kind of brought up at the pressers. We're not going to necessarily say, oh, we're only going to talk about the games that they're showing for the first time. I mean, a lot of these games, and, and I don't know, you know, I, I don't watch, I haven't watched E3 enough in the past years to know, like, what they've shown before and then what's new this year. So, I, I mean, you know, I just kind of put down everything that was talked about, and we can just kind of give our thoughts on that. So, you know, uh, don't think that if you're listening to this that... We're only going to talk about the new stuff that that they showed. We're going to talk about you know pretty much everything and um, from E three. Cool, right? Cool, yeah. Is it fair to say that like this E three felt like a continuation of last year's E three? Because yeah, last year, bit. last year all we got was trailers, and this mm -hmm. year we got like you know gameplay demos of everything that had a trailer for last year. I was just going to say, in a lot of cases, it was yeah. the same games from last year, mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm, just mm -hmm. reiterated or given a little bit more of a sure. a look inside what's going on. 
But yeah. Yeah, um, which is nice. I mean, I, I think that's nice. I mean, I think people want to know where things are headed. I mean, I mean, let's face it, a lot of things that were shown, um, you know, like, like for instance, like with Microsoft, like the game Inside. I mean, literally there was like a, a minute and five second trailer on that mm-hmm. and I had no idea what the hell it was about. Yeah. I actually had to watch like a uh, poly, uh, Polygon put up a video uh, of some gameplay on it to figure mm-hmm. out what it was about. So, um, um, you know, it's, That's we're just going to go with one. what we saw. Yeah, yeah. I just yeah, saw... It really f- is. I, I, you know, I saw from the creators of Limbo and then I saw like a That's room it. with a window. <laughs> yeah, that was about it. <laughs> my, my notes on it are... I, I'm writing notes beside everything and my notes beside Inside are from Limbo creators. Pretty, but what WTF is this about? Yeah, what is it going <laughs> to so. be? Well, what did you guys think of ReCore? That was one of the ones that kind of popped out to me. It looked... I mean, just based on the E3 reveal trailer, it looks like like the word ReCore, like every creature mm-hmm. has some kind of core. It's mm-hmm. made by, you know, it's KG and Afune. And yep. are they, now it said the creators of Metroid Prime, are they still called Retro Studios or is that, or are they something different now? I feel I like Steven would know about this. Steven? I don't know about that, actually. Okay. <laughs> well, I feel like <laughs> if they were called Retro Studios, they would have said Retro Studios, but they said sure. the creators of Metroid Prime. So th- this yeah. one was kind of interesting to me just because of the pedigree and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, female yep. protagonists and robots <laughs> and a sci-fi mm-hmm. world. So I, yeah. I don't I, know. It was I, a cinematic trailer, but it looked cool to me. I'm not surprised that uh, you kind of honed in on ReCore because in my notes um, next to the, that game, I have a... Uh, looks like a mechanized gravity rush with guns i got a strong gravity rush <laughs> nice. vibe from this game yeah no yeah. totally I didn't, I didn't pick up on that vibe but that's that's well, cool I, I like that i don't remember if i got that from the the trailer they showed in the presentation or if it was uh some random gameplay trailer that i watched but um yeah it was just kind of the enemies you know they look like a they, they were like robots not like the um you know red gelatinous things you saw in gravity rush but they kind of look similar to me in a way and um sort of the way you traverse the environment looked similar um there's not like a gravity mm. mechanic i think you use like a like a robot type thing that uh lets you it's very around. floaty though mm-hmm. yeah he has like it's very floaty in a similar way move through the environments fast like you can in gravity rush and that was that was the vibe i yeah. got from it yeah and, and i want to mention that this was this was announced last year in a trailer so this was again one of these that you were discussing before where um it wasn't a new game announcement, but it was one that, uh, you know, you're going to see a lot of gameplay in. And I, and I guess sometimes this is the, you know, it feels like, it feels very new because this is the first time you're actually getting to see some game, actual gameplay. Mm-hmm. So it, it to me, it really doesn't feel like an announcement until I have some gameplay or, you know, have something sort of tangible I can look at. But um, I, I, I loved ReCore. I thought it looked like a fantastic game. I like the whole idea of pulling out that core from those robots, popping it into something else. And um, you know, activating um, you know another um, uh, another companion. In mm-hmm. the I think that's that going to be cool. Really you probably cool. have some like yeah. mixing and matching going on. Mm-hmm. Make um, it like sort of be like a puzzle game. Almost, yeah, it seems yeah. like some puzzle mechanics, which is always nice. Okay. Well, because it looks like every every robot that you have is sort of like a different um, like character archetype. You know, mm-hmm. like you got the heavy, you kind of got like the small stealthy guy. Yep. Yeah, so that should, that should be cool, and uh, you know, I uh, when I when I saw it last year, it kind of piqued my interest. Now that I got to see it in action, I'm you know I'm I'm interested. I'm kind of excited for this one. All right, cool. Well, let's uh, let's move on. Final Fantasy 
is it 15? Is that 15, correct? Right. Yeah. Are we that far up? Yeah. I was surprised to see this at the Microsoft um, presser. Mm. Yeah. Because for yeah. me, Final Fantasy, and I mean, I guess it started off as Nintendo, but like, sure. for me, Final Fantasy has always gone hand in hand with Sony. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, the, uh, I always thought like those two were an item, you know? <laughs> Didn't it show up at one of the other pressers as well? I'm looking through my notes here. Um, Final Fantasy 15 VR showed up on PS4 uh, VR. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. Now this is the one of one of the demos that came out like a, yeah. a kind of criticized and it looked really wonky to be honest and mm-hmm. it I agree. Like, again the the commentary I was watching over it was like oh they're kind of screwing up he can't do what he's trying to do here and you know there was a lot of like clipping and and just frame rate drops it, it, I I actually I don't know if well, you guys maybe know this is the reason why I should get it on PS4 Oh, snap. <laughs> Girlfriend. <laughs> I have the word goofy written beside this. Um, it was, because, I mean, well... Was this the one where they were, they were fighting the big stone giant, right? I don't know, it was it like, like a big thing, and they were slashing yeah. its hand. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was I'm still like, like are they even the hitting this thing? Kind of That's what it, I thought, too. Is it hitting them when it breaks over, and it's like, cool, bro, high five, yay. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't. One thing I didn't strange. like. One thing I didn't like, and I hope this doesn't. I'm sure it will end up in the game anyway. Um, but like, as the, those Final Fantasy guys are hacking away at that giant creature, um, one guy's like, "Use ice on him," and and I think that takes yeah. away from the like trial and error sort of like mystery of what's this guy's weakness. And Final Fantasy yeah. has always been about the strategy of finding somebody's weakness and exploiting that. Now this was a, was this a multiplayer or were those um, I think computers? I want to say they're AI controlled, but who knows? It might oh, have a right. multiplayer. I'm like ninety nine percent sure it's AI controlled. Okay, mm, yeah, okay. probably. Mm, it seemed like multiplayer. I'm just that it had that feel to it. I don't know why, but but it did as I was watching it. Anyway, well, good. You know, uh, multiplayer really segues into the next game that they showed, which was sure. uh, not not is it the division. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tom Clancy's The Division. Yeah. That's been out for a while. Uh, Did they just show some DLC? I don't, actually don't remember. No, no, because oh, Division <laughs> is, um, yeah, they now have some, like, underground yeah. DLC or something. Uh, it's yeah. not, it's a Tom Clancy game, but it's not The Division. Um, yeah. You're some, like, uh, you're, like, four guys. You're, like, super secret, you know, uh, super soldiers. Um, that one is, like, designed for co-op, like, multiplayer co-op. Uh, but this had so much like pre-scripted voice acted like this is like what it's going to sound like when you have four people playing together but it sounded too yeah. scripted for me you're like I, d- I just didn't think there was anything special about the game i mean from what i saw i mean there just there wasn't anything that like grabbed me nothing that was like interesting no no interesting mechanics it just seemed like just a just a standard sort just of another action shooter, shooter you know yeah. you know i i, I don't know I don't know. I, I know there's a lot of people that like those type of games, but visually there was nothing it about cool. it that grabbed me. Yeah. And I'm not knocking those type of games, but I mean the next one, like Battlefield One. I mean that's that's a kind of a third person shooter as well. You know, I mean I know that, that it varies um, during the game, but I mean that game was beautiful. It looked mm-hmm. really, really cool. The only know? thing that I liked about that was sort of like the alternate reality of World War One history or something like that. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That I love cool. historical games. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I love I love playing through historical campaigns. I mean, I have some of the Call of Duty games. I I, I don't like the multiplayer. I have no interest in any of that. But mm-hmm. I love playing through the campaigns. Yeah, same. I mean, here. something like that has to have a campaign to to keep me interested. To be honest. Um, but anyway, John, did you have anything on Battlefield or the Division? No, I I wish I had looked more like further into Battlefield because I I I'm a Battlefield fan. I I like okay. those games. Uh, not more than Call of Duty, but maybe as much of as Call of Duty. I know there's kind of a, a fanboy rivalry between those two franchises, sure. but I really like Battlefield, and I think on a technical level, it's kind of better than Call of Duty. Yeah, so, I think you should. I think you should definitely check this out. Check. I mean, the I saw the trailers, really but nice I saw looking, the yeah. like cinematic looking ish parts of the trailers, and I didn't sure. look deep enough into the actual gameplay. But if, yeah. I mean, I'm assuming it's going to be very close to the other Battlefield games as yeah. far as gameplay goes. And I'm, I'm going to talk about that with some of the other games later. I mean, it's nice to see like new trailers for stuff. You know, something that's new that kind of pops out. I'll talk about one of the games later. But it's like sometimes you don't know: is this the actual gameplay, or is this just you know just a cinematic that they're showing? Mm-hmm. You know, and I think people sometimes get overly amped about like cinematics do you know what i mean yeah no i know and then they'll see gameplay like oh that's not what i thought it was going to be one thing that i always look for in like e3 trailers and stuff is like do they say like running in-game engine or something like that Mm -hmm. because then then you know this is probably pretty close to what you're actually going to get to play sure sure well, we talked a little about Inside, but let's go ahead and move on to it. Um, like we mentioned from the creators of Limbo, it's pretty, but what's it about? Did anybody watch any of the gameplay on that? Yeah, I saw some. It looks very much like Limbo. Um, and, I've, and I've never played Limbo, but this looked cool, man. Isn't, it's like Rich, a, you got to play Limbo. What <laughs> the hell, man? I've, I own it. I don't have time. You do have time. It's like two hours long. I keep getting my wife pregnant. I have no time for anything. Oh, oh damn! <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, God. I don't know. It's anyway. like it's an Orwellian <laughs> side scroller. Yeah, well, it's 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 a it's a puzzle game too. It's beautiful, mm-hmm. and um, you know, from what I saw in the video, it almost looks like like you you play as this little boy. And it looks like you're trying to escape from somewhere. And, and I saw, like, the first part of the video from Polygon. You guys need to check this out. But, like, you escape outside of this, like, kind of camp. It's almost like you're in a concentration camp or something. And and you get, like, mowed down by, like, machine guns. And the game, like, ends and you have to start over. It's very weird. Yeah. So there's um like there's some is. really crazy so, Sounds like Limbo, yeah. They're, like, yeah. I'm not afraid to give you game overs, game overs for doing the wrong thing. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, well, moving on. How about uh, We Happy Few? What did you guys think about that? Show a game of the show, by far. <laughs> I, no, seriously. I agree, man. The, it looked pretty. I cool. agree. No, this was my thing. It looked like Bioshock. It looked like mm-hmm. Fallout. It looked like everything I love about games and just the like. Oh, um, that like sixties aesthetic, like I with, love twisted mm-hmm. shit like that. Yeah, yeah. twisted exactly. Ma- That's mask and stuff like it. that. Freak me out, man. Yeah. I mean this, is, but oh my god! I mean, you realize that, the, that he's not taking that pill, and those guys are beating on a rat and eating it. You're like, whoa! Yeah. Like that, man. That that was freaky. Yeah. I, I loved it though. Yeah. It was one of mm-hmm. the best games uh, that I thought that was presented. 
Um, I, I agree, Sean. Yeah, that yeah, got, that got me really page, pumped man. when I saw it. This was yeah. the one game I watched the like reveal trailer, and then I went like, "Oh, I got to see more of this." And then watched mm-hmm. you know yeah. the long game pa- gameplay trailer that they had, and I was like, "Man, like th- this is this is this the is, one." <laughs> and this is well, by you know um, it, yeah. Compulsion Games, or the guys who made uh, Contrast. Yeah, which was okay. that little. Uh, um, that was a Vita like game, puzzle right? platform. Or PS4? Uh, I think it's on, PS3 it's and PS4. PS4. Yeah. PS3 and PS4. Um, it was that puzzle platformer where you have to like um, move shadows and um, you play as that like girl's imaginary friend who's like in the shadows or something. Doesn't sound familiar. <laughs> yes. No. I I, I remember yeah. that. It's an early PS4 game, and it ended up being a PS Plus game eventually. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I'll play it someday when I get a PS4 on my birthday in a couple weeks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's okay. This, you know, it's this good, reminded it's me a little bit of one of the PC of the games that we played. What, remember when we played the old PC games? What, what were the games that we played? Stanley uh, Parable. I can't, I can't remember. Um, yeah, Stanley Parable. It reminded me a little of that at, at the beginning of the mm-hmm. video anyway because you're kind of like, oh, well, I'm supposed to do this. Everything's happy. Everything's great. And then you, you see that thing going on through the wall because right. you haven't taken your It's sort pill. of like, um, I don't know, it's sort of... Uh, it's like that dystopic future kind of like oh, yeah. mm-hmm. r- retro futurism. I think that's a, the term, right? Um, I but, don't know, man. You're the expert. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I guess it's supposed to, you know, call back to those vibes of, um, uh, you know, like what they thought the future would look like in the '60s, and um, like probably, you know, like the big authors of the time. I'm I'm sure there's some like Orwell references. Yeah, uh, probably like. I don't know if, if they're taking pills to, you know, create this like world of, of illusion where everything is is, you know, happy and joyful. Um, sure. you know, that's that's pretty Orwellian. I'm sure it's going to yeah. have Soma, some like, right. Wasn't that the name of the pills? Soma pills? No, joy. It was called joy. Like they say, you didn't take your joy today. No, I mean, in um, the Orwell stories, wasn't it Soma? Or am I oh. thinking about Brave New World? One of the two. I, no, you're thinking about Brave New World, which I was going to mention yeah. that it's kind of Aldous yeah. Huxley, too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, I'm glad we all agree on that game because that, that to me, was, yeah, one of the best, mm-hmm. like Sean said. How about Gwent? Who's interested in Gwent? Not me. Did anybody <laughs> play Witcher 3 or any of the Witcher games before? I hear they're great games. Me yeah. too. Yeah, I want I want to play. I, I, I have The Witcher to. 2 on yeah. 360, mm-hmm. um, but nobody nobody in this group is a, a Witcher veteran. Nope. Okay. I've heard good things about I've heard good things about the Witcher games. I'm not you're not gonna bash that and no, but uh, I, no, I'm they not, look I'm awesome. A, actually, I yeah. really want to be yeah. able to set aside the time and play them. Yeah, honestly. just yeah. another uh, game that's in my thousand plus backlog. So absolutely, mm-hmm. we'll right. have to put it on a playthrough sometime. Well, we well, Gwen know. is uh, it was a mini game in Witcher Three. Right. Like you can go to the pub and you play this card game with uh, yeah. with other pub patrons, and it was called Gwent. And mm-hmm. so they made a full-blown game out of this yeah. mini-game. And yeah. I'm assuming it's just to, like, you know, because they saw that Hearthstone was such a success. So they kind of sure. want to do their right. own take on it. Yeah, I'm probably going to get a lot of flag for that statement. Yeah. but No, that's, that's pretty much... I don't much. think so. It's true, man. That's it? Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. spot on, man. I mean, and, and you know, it, it's cool because they were, you know, we're saying a lot, there's a lot of people that have, you know, made their own decks and everything that they enjoyed it so much. And, you know, I mean... You know, it, it says a lot about the Witcher games, you know, to have such fan service that they can actually create, you know, this kind of side game. 
um, you know, from it, something that spawns from it. So, you know, good for them. It's just not something that's on my radar or something that I would be interested in, right? So, yeah. What about on. Tekken 7? What about it? <laughs> You know, I, well, again, funny I don't story. Wanna, I'm just not a Tekken guy. I don't want to smack <laughs> no, me I, anybody. No. Who's I, not I feel like I would, I would like to play Tekken. I used to play a lot of Tekken on the PS1, and I think the last Tekken game I played was Tekken Tag Tournament, which was a PS2 launch title. But uh, mm-hmm. I just haven't played, haven't too. played one since. And uh, just one of those things that just, uh, so many games don't really have the time to invest into a, like a fighting same game. Same like thing. That. Same so, thing. But I always yeah. liked Dude, Tekken. I didn't even know Tekken. I didn't know Tekken was still breathing. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> I, one of the funny things at my arcade, um, this arcade I go to, they've, they've got all these candy cabs in the back. I actually took Eric when he was here. And they've got these sign with all the arcade rules on it. And the last rule, it just says no Tekken, which is, you know, just kind of a joke. <laughs> you know, so it just made me think of that. So Well, I but, think yeah. it just got overshone by the other fighting games. Sure, sure. And, like, it's, I, and, not, it's and look, not that I wasn't, I wasn't um, joking. I, I just didn't know it was still around. I didn't no, know it was still me, me too. I thought it was, I thought it had, like, faded out too. Sure. Um, it's just like you know, um, Street Fighter's been getting so much uh, publicity. Okay. I thought like this is what everybody's moved over to. Like mm-hmm. people compete in this. I thought this was like the fighting game. Yeah, and Tekken or, is another game that I associate with Sony completely. Like mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. Sony PlayStation One, Two, and Three. Those are right. That's where you would play Tekken games. So it's kind of an odd. odd yeah, it's, I mean, it's a weird time that like. You know, things aren't things that you thought would be exclusive to one console. They're not. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. You got to sell as many copies of all the games. It's just uh, well, don't want to leave anybody out. Speaking of which, how about Dead Rising Four? Great trailer. Nice surprise. Yeah, <laughs> it's a lot of fun. <laughs> I've never played a Dead Rising game, to be honest. Okay. Neither have I. I got to be honest. I didn't even watch this one. I. I I'm gonna let me see if I can squeeze it in while you. Now here, my setup right now is interesting because I have my PC recording the podcast, but I have my Chromebook sitting in front of me that I can pull up things to watch while we talk about them. <laughs> you so fancy. <laughs> so I didn't even I didn't even bother with this one you, because yeah, I didn't really play. I obviously didn't play Dead Rising oh, Three because I already said I don't have new generation stuff, well, I, but. It, it looks but, like Dead but, Rising, <laughs> you know. But Dead Rising 2 was one of my favorite games of all time. It, it's on yeah. the short list of games that I played through completely more than once. And I, I, I would be interested to see if they, you know, can like kind of... Like if Dead Rising 3 was to, to Dead Rising 1, is Dead Rising 4 to Dead, Dead Rising 2? You know what I mean? That made no sense. Yeah, no. I, no? Okay. So I, I, I don't well, know what you just said. I will never play another video game again. <laughs> uh, but I, I think you might like it, man. It's got a, it's, They really had a great trailer. It was like a Christmas-themed trailer. It was so outrageous. I mean, the, the weapons and the, the, the vehicles and everything, it's really outrageous. I mean, let's let's face it. I mean, the zombie thing is just sort of a, a thing that's just been beaten over the head. Mm-hmm. It, it's like superhero movies. I mean, it, it's you know, it's just constantly you're just beating over the head of these games. And, and I don't mind that. There were a few, there were a lot at E3, actually, that were announced, um, new zombie games. And you know, I'm not like completely. I'm not to where I'm completely against these things as long as they have some like really like great draw to them, some really neat catch that not everyone's doing. 
Um, and I think, you know, maybe Dead Rising 4 could have been one of those games. I mean, it, it looks neat. It's it's mm-hmm. over the top. It's ridiculous if you like that sort of thing. I think that's its, yeah. that's its angle, right? It's sure, supposed right. to be over the top. Right. Uh, and it's probably just like how many waves of these zombies yeah. can you survive? Yeah, it's not it's not overly it's not serious at all. It's not, you know, brooding and serious and oh my gosh, we got to you know, we got to get to this house and lock ourselves in before the zombies catch us sort mm-hmm. of thing. You know, it's just you know, you're just out there like having a ball, you know, mowing down zombies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it could be fun. You never it looks know. cool. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. How about Scalebound? What do we think? I'm sure Krabby's excited for this. You think so? Why is that? Yeah, why do uh, it's pl- it's it's by Platinum Games, right? Oh, and isn't, okay. isn't oh, he a I big didn't fan even of them? That. Hmm. Um, My I notes could, say Monster Hunter meets How to Train Your Dragon. I, I was going to say I got a big Monster Hunter vibe. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it looked right? cool. Um, I definitely see the Monster Hunter comparison. Uh, I was thinking the same mm-hmm. thing. I've never played a Monster Hunter. And How to game. Train Your Dragon? You're training dragons, <laughs> using dragons. You're, oh yeah, yeah, sure. I just you got on. your dragon buddy. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Yeah. Well, that's all I can say about uh, Scalebound. Yeah, everyone's jib-jabbing yeah. about that. All right, moving on. Sea of Thieves. What do we think? It's a kind of a high-seas pirate multiplayer. Oh, I mean, looks like it was me. designed to be multiplayer. What? This one was interesting. The way they uh, yeah. presented the demo was so contrived and like scripted and acted out. Like, oh no, like I'm chunk on grog. Oh no, the water's coming in. Oh, what are we gonna do? Like, I think I drink too much. I'm walking sideways. <laughs> right, exactly. Is that the one where they got like it looked like um, YouTube Let's Plays? Exactly. Yeah. Oh yes. yeah, yeah. Yeah, they put them on different teams and uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm sure it's going to be fun multiplayer, but single player, I'm sure it's boring as heck. Oh, I, I don't even know if you could do it. Can you, can you even play this single player? I mean, would there is there even a campaign for this? I doubt it. I, and this is just yeah, like I, more online I kind play, of which I have it was no interest in. Only, but I, I don't know. It looks online only. It really does. I mean, it could be fun. I mean, if you had friends, and you all own the same console, which is the draw. It's what they're trying to get you to do. All buy the same console so you can play this game. Um. You know, it looks fun. It's not my cup of tea. It's not what I'm into. Um, I just don't do the online multiplayer. But um, I, I like the theme. It's cool. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, pirating and uh, you know being able to um, you know navigate boats and shoot at other boats and drink rum. Yeah, and it's know. it's rare, right? It's by rare. Yeah. Is it whose cat sure. is that? Is that mine? No, that's my cat. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was looking around too. <laughs> now we're playing. Whose cat is that? <laughs> e three. Whose cat is that? All right. <laughs> All right. State of Decay two. Anyone played State of Decay one? Nope. No. no but I always I'm had sorry. the assumption. No. Didn't even know it existed. That, uh, State of Decay was like an online MMO kind of thing. I just oh, found out okay. like yesterday that it was actually like a single player experience. So now I'm a little more interested in State of Decay two. Um. Because I, I can't get enough zombie bashing, and I think this, this game's like a zombie survival type game, so it sounds interesting to me, uh, but I'll yes. have to check out the first game. So I, well, if you like your zombie bashing, I'm sure there's a PlayStation 4 title that you're excited there, for. Yeah, yeah, a little foreshadowing. <laughs> yeah. Favorite part of that trailer, it opening up to Flying Burrito Brothers Dark End of the Street. Great song. Love Flying Burrito you know, Brothers. And when the Not State of the K2 trailer first came out, I actually almost thought for a second they were showing a new Left 4 Dead. It's hmm. almost what I thought it was for a minute there. Hmm. Sean, did you say you haven't heard of the Flying Burrito Brothers? 
I think I've heard of them, but I'm not. It's Graham Parsons. It's Graham Parsons. Oh, right? okay. You know, okay. From the birds. Yeah. It's, it's awesome, man. You should check it out. Definitely a Texas thing, too. Okay. So, I will. Sorry. Didn't mean to interrupt games. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> it's all, all part right. of our culture, man. So, Halo Wars 2. Raise your hand if you want to play this. <laughs> I didn't even uh, watch the trailer for this, but I will say I recently added Halo Wars 1, the original, to my collection. And all okay. anybody can tell me is that game stinks. Don't play it. Hmm. <laughs> I thought I have written down, wow, it's effing Halo. That's what I have written down. Well, on the if you love Halo, you're going to like this. Like, yeah. It's not really Halo. Cause it's not a, no, it's not yeah, it's a real-time strategy. Yeah. Okay, really? Yeah. All right. So it's only the it's only the Halo like license. Now this is kind of yeah. interesting to me. Did they kind of try to sell it as a first person shooter? I wish I had watched the trailers now. Like, are they being deceptive? I don't know. <laughs> it, it's, I don't it's know. A, it was a strange trailer. It was like a more. It was a cinematic trailer. Yeah, was what it, it was. was. I mean, it wasn't. There wasn't any gameplay at all. So it was very okay. odd. And 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 you couldn't figure out what it was. And and you know that being probably my mistake in talking about it. And. I apologize to all the Halo fans out there. I just, you know, it, it, I was in grad school when Halo, Halo came out. I didn't have time to do sh- shit like that, you know, play land parties and stuff. So, and, and I know, and I hear, you know, it's wonderful and people love it. And, uh, you know, I know it has a big following, but it just, you know, it, it never like um, went into my wheelhouse. We should do a playthrough so. of Halo 2. That's an, uh, that's an awesome game. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, why not? Okay. All right. So that, so that was it for the Microsoft presser. I mean, was there, I, I know we, I think the game that stood out for me and I, I guess everyone else here, I don't know. I mean, what, what was everyone's favorite game that stood out with Microsoft? What do you think? Yeah, it's got to be We Happy Few. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'd probably that, say that and Dead Rising. Those two. Okay. ReCore okay. and We Happy yeah. Few yeah. for Re-core me. Too. Yeah. And Inside. Yeah, ReCore does I, look cool. But like, I thought Inside was cool too, and I, I'd encourage you guys to check out the trailer on that or the gameplay on that from Polygon. Um, I think I think you'll you'll see that that's going to be a really cool game too. Um, but one of the things, and I don't know if you guys have anything else for Microsoft, they showed some like uh, some indie games that were in development. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, did you guys see Cuphead? Oh yeah, this game. How, how, can, oh, how did we God. forget to mention that? Whew. Have you guys seen this, Sean? I I've know, seen it. yeah, I do I know about so. it, and I've heard a lot of hype about yeah. it. But I mean, yeah, they've been they've been showing this for this is probably it's the been around for a while, right? Yeah, it has, it has. Um, but they they showed a glimpse of it, and it's just a um, it's a it's a shmup, is what it is. It's kind of like mm-hmm. a running gun shmup, but it's a just a boss battle intensive. But it's um, it's a 1930s cartoon style. It's that really freaky like uh, cartoon style from the 30s if you guys remember that just it's so bizarre but yeah it looks like uh what oh, is, is looks awesome willie is that the mickey mouse yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah, kind yeah. of cool. stuff nice yeah comparison. yeah it's like but it's got a cool yeah. mechanic in where you can like when if you're you, you have a life bar if you get hit so many times and you die your ghost floats up but it, you're playing with a partner if you're playing co-op you can jump up and tag your partner's ghost and bring your partner back to life oh that's a cool that's a cool idea i like that it's it's a really Um, cool mechanic it's just a boss uh, rush game basically montage uh did you guys see um flint hook oh i I, I remember seeing the name but i don't flint hook is uh it's like a metroidvania style uh fast-paced 
Uh, I guess it's kind of like a shmup, but like with the Metroidvania, sort of like you go into one room, you got to clear the room, move mm-hmm. on to the next area. Um, mm. Sort of like 16-bit pixel graphics, so that's that's up my alley. Hmm. Cool, cool, yeah. I like games like that, too. Mm-hmm. All right, anybody anybody else have anything for Microsoft? I mean, overall thoughts was, on Microsoft? I was Strong surprised presser? they didn't show uh, Crackdown. I thought that was a notable hmm. omission. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a notable omission. Good call. Um, now that you mention yeah. it, yeah, I wonder why we didn't see it. Because they first showed... Crackdown would make that, a good like, playthrough. last year or the year before at E3, so I thought we'd maybe see some gameplay this year. But, no. Yeah. But alas, <laughs> we did not. Mm-hmm. Hmm. All right. Cool. Sony PlayStation. All right. So next, um, next presser. Talk about Sony PlayStation's presser. What did you guys think about this one in overall, like in general? What did you think uh, about the me, vibe with Sony? Felt, this felt pretty low key compared to their uh, presence last year. Whereas, mm. like Microsoft did the same thing this year as they did last year. It kind of felt like a nightclub with strobe lights and big stage displays. Yeah. Yep. And Sony just came out in this like very ornate theater and they had an orchestra and yep. they're like we're sony we're not going to talk about all this like stuff you don't want to hear about here's just like 10 game trailers and Here it is. 10 demos and yep. like go yeah and, and i like i really like sony's presenter the guy that was presenting mm-hmm. sony and it, it was a very you know with with everything that's happened recently um you know in orlando i really thought the vibe of sony was I mean, everyone was sincere, but I felt like it was the most sincere um, of the pressers, and I thought I think Nintendo had a good, you know, sincere moment too. They kind of said, you know, like it's it's a tragic thing that happened. Let's have a moment of silence. Sure, that kind of thing. Everyone did, but I think you know, PlayStation kind of like dialed it back. It wasn't sort of in your face, like you said. It was. It was like, here's what we have. This is it. You know. I mean, you know, judge it. Judge it for what it is. Yeah, and, and and I think you know if if you're putting it in that context, you know Sony did the right thing. You know it's sort of mm-hmm. like a, a very tragic thing has happened in the world, and you know we're not going to bombard you with like you know consumer culture and all this stuff. It's just mm-hmm. like you know you want to see games, here's some games. Yeah, it felt really down to earth. I thought, mm-hmm. and and even like you said, even Nintendo sort of felt that way this year. You know, Reggie's a little over the top sometimes, you know, but I I felt like it was a lot dialed down this year, so. But yeah, yep. I really enjoyed PlayStation this year. So, but yep. so the first game, um, I, they, I think uh, I think Sony probably before we continue, Sony probably sure. might get some flack for like saying let's have a moment of silence for you know the Orlando mm-hmm. event, and now let's talk about like some beat 'em up you know action game. Yeah, maybe. But maybe know. that's that's if you're just like going to be nitpicky, but, you know. Like, yeah. What did Nintendo do? Hey, let's uh, have a moment of silence and let's watch five hours of footage. Yeah, yeah. I think if anybody's going to get bl- backlash, it would have happened already. You know, what I mean? that's true. That's true. Are you opening crackers? Um, no, not crackers. <laughs> <laughs> I am Cookies. opening food, but not crackers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, PlayStation's first game uh, was God of War. Uh, I'm interested to hear the take on this. Well, one. What, yeah, what did you guys I, think I of the, the uh, like of orchestra opening? Because that's that's kind of how they started it. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that yeah. was cool. Yeah. Anyway, God of War. 
Well, no, because they they did the music to transition into God of War, so I thought like, orchestras, you know. orchestras, cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's different. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. It's it was pretty. Than all yeah. the uh, techno dub stuff that uh, some of the other conferences had. Yeah. <laughs> so, am, am I right to assume that everything that you know got played at the Sony presser, the music was like that live orchestra there? I think so. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I thought it was cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think Sean's right saying God of War pulled a lot of influences from The Last of Us. Because you got, like, father uh, figure and child figure. Oh, I didn't even catch on to that. That's that's a good That's a good point. Yeah. Again, uh, I'll tell you, though. Yeah. Like, I, I was watching... Um, I watched a reveal of this uh, with the Easy Allies commentary, and they were super psyched about it. And then I watched another one of my a YouTuber that I like called Super Butterbones, and she was just like, "I hate this! I hate this! I hate this!" I was really? Like, I, I was kind of with her. Like, I, I, this is not God of War to me. This is The Last well, of Us with Kratos. You know what I mean? But it was God of War with Norse mythology. I think like there was. Yeah, no. They it, this is a reboot. They completely changed. It, 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 this is a reboot. Like, well, that, I guess that's, that's why it's not God of War. You know, insert number here. It's just exactly. straight up God of War, right? Yes. Yeah. I've only played the first game, and, and to be honest, I've only played a small portion of the first game. Um, this was like, this was one. I don't know, man. I, I love this trailer. I, I loved everything about this gameplay. Um, it actually got me interested in it. You know, you've got this, you got this hero. You know, who's been in all these games, who's yeah. aged, hero. gotten mm-hmm. older. Yeah. Use that word sarc- uh, well. You're gonna use that word if you played all the games. You'd use that word sarcastically. <laughs> anti-hero, of course. Uh, right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Anti-hero is probably the better word. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I mean, I know enough about it to know that. Uh, but yeah. Um, and then you've got you know this you know this child. Apparently, there's a mother who's out of the picture now. Um, and um, I, I don't know, man. Maybe, maybe it's just being a, a new dad. Maybe that maybe that's why it sort of uh, uh, you know got my attention. But I thought I thought it looked good. Uh, yeah, it, I thought it. I thought I it looked good it. too. I, I mean, like the I, story of it. Yeah, it, it grabbed me. So. Yeah, it's got. Uh, it's got. I, I mean, if you ask me, it's got potential. Sure. Yeah, yeah, and, and maybe that's because I haven't played the uh, you know a lot of the other games. Maybe that's why. Um, I think, know, so I and you know, if they are taking it in a new direction, that's much. cool. Yeah, and yeah, I'm a. Why not? Yeah, see, I'm a big fan of the God of War series, and I'm not sure what to think that this game looks so different. You know. Um, you know, mm-hmm. it, like sure. Sean said, it doesn't look like God of War, really. Um, but that's not that's not necessarily a bad thing. You know, if they make a really good game out of it, then you know I'm I'm all for it. But just have to see how it turns out. And is it well, the it's same not Halloween studio? Three: Season of the Witch, but you know. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> wow, deep cut right there. I, I've never seen that movie, but I really want to. I know what you're talking about, but I've never seen the movie. It's, yeah, it's good, man. It stands on its own. It's great. Nice. It, it's the it's for those who don't know. It's the, it's a Halloween movie that does not have Michael Myers. There's a battle at the studio, and it's just about these, um, these masks that they send out at Halloween, um, that actually gobble kids' heads when they put them on, and a song plays on the TV. <laughs> but carry on. <laughs> you want to move right. on to the next game? Yeah. yeah, Days Gone was the next one uh, that was shown, and and let let me let me state this. Um, there was a small trailer shown, and. 
I remember my notes I had WTF is this about you know what's it about I have no idea you know it's a small trailer but they actually showed some gameplay at the end of the mm-hmm. presser which I thought was an odd choice um, yeah. to do that Why? well I think well, because it's well I'm just looking at the list here it's they only have three maybe four new IPs for them yeah and maybe they thought for some reason this would be the most interesting or exciting Mm, yeah maybe so um and you know because everybody knows zombies are like the hot thing right now zombies zombies yep. yeah. yeah had that world 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 war z vibe yeah right? mm-hmm. yeah yeah it, especially it with that like melancholic me, did they call it days gone because that sounds like day z i i maybe that just hit me and i thought this game looked like that really bad Ride to Hell Retribution that everybody calls the worst game ever made. Like, that's what I was thinking. Like, just, you know, dudes riding around on motorcycles meets Daisy. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It could be awesome. It could be the greatest game ever made. But I, I think, if anything, it's sort of combining, you know, like the zombie thing with, I don't know, maybe The Last of Us sort of like emotional vibe and Sons of Anarchy. I'll tell you, it looked like one of the best. It was one of the best zombie games, if not the best, presented uh, at E3. I, I love just the hordes and hordes of zombies. Yeah. I mean, I, I felt, you know, I just felt like it was like that kind of game that would make your butthole pucker up. You know, I mean, just so much like coming like right at you at one time. You know, it was never great. Seen, what, um, what's zombies quite like that in a game? I mean, they were just they were like a force of no. nature. You know, the way they what's, move. Yeah, what's cool it's, about it's this like is walls that, you know, and walls of zombies nonstop. It was mm-hmm. great. What I think was cool about uh, Days Gone is that. Um, there's going to be like day and night cycles and there's going to be a somewhat open world aspect so you can ride your bike around. Mm-hmm. I think the zombies only become active at certain points in the day. So like mm-hmm. when they're sleeping, cause like these are, they're not quote zombies. They're just sort of like uh, mindless, you know, flesh zombies. eaters, I guess. Oh. Well, that's a oh. zombie, I guess. I how don't do you, know. <laughs> I was going to say, how the hell do you define a zombie then? But like <laughs> they're, they're not your, your stereotypical I think they said zombie, that they're right? actually like, living like they're not like yeah un- like undead. they they need to eat um, they need to sleep they need to drink which which if you oh, watch okay. the trailer um he was able to it seemed like the zombies dropped pretty fast like it seemed like one bullet would pretty much do it um like he yeah, wouldn't have to yeah you know be carefully shoot them in the head or completely blow them up or anything he right. was just spraying into the crowd and they were falling which doesn't mm-hmm. really happen with right. usual zombies yeah right well, it would have to. I mean, well, yeah, if, you need, the, if you're kind of just the multitude that are coming down, at yeah. you, and it's, but yeah, I felt like it, it's, you know, that was its one sort of saving grace is that it it had that, you know, like I said, with these type of games, I don't mind people making these games and continuing making these games with these themes, but it has to have that catch. You know, there has to be something that distinguishes that game from other games, and I thought this game had it. I really yeah, liked I thought this it. Game looked awesome. I, I really. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for it. Like I'm not going to pick it up at launch, but you know it's definitely going to be on my radar. Um, I think it's got a cool thing going on with like the uh, outlaw biker sort of like showing his softer side. You know, like he's got I think it was like a love interest or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, and um, you can uh, you can set traps Mm -hmm. and then come back to an area that's like a mission area. There's, there's a lot um, of environmental yeah. stuff too. Like you, you saw him like knocking yeah, over yeah. the the logs to you know, take out some zombies or or mm-hmm. whatever yeah. they're called in this game. I don't know, but uh, a lot of environmental yeah. stuff, yeah. which I, I'm a big fan of that sort of thing. 
using your environment yeah. in games. Mm-hmm. All right. Awesome. So the next thing, um, Last Guardian got a release date. Finally. Woo-hoo. Hell Woo. yeah. Finally. Yeah, like, I think, you know, like everybody got like super psyched for this. You know what? When they announced this, I could hear Floyd peeing in his pants a little. <laughs> Wait, that makes a sound? <laughs> what, okay, uh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I know Floyd. I, I tease Floyd because I know Floyd's so excited about mm-hmm. this, like like I am. I mean, it's it's one of those things that... <laughs> I think it's going to be bittersweet to have this game like actually come out. I agree. Because, I mean, I agree. like... It'll, it'll, it'll be fantastic that we finally get, like, hopefully we get closure on this series. But, I mean, it'll still be open-ended enough that we can there's put no our own interpretations in into it. There's um, no closure. I mean, there's no closure. It's, it's artistic. No, no, you're, so. yeah. yeah. Um, it's, I, I think, if, if anything, the wait is going to create more disappointment in this game. And I hate yeah. to say that because and I'm sure it's going to be a think, great game. I think I texted you about that too. It's like, it's yeah, been so we'll long. People yep. have like built this up in their heads to be like the most amazing, best thing ever. And it's mm-hmm. it's probably just going to be pretty good. It's going to be like yeah. Duke Nukem 3. <laughs> well, I mean, let's, let's... How about the visuals of this game? Like, it's PS4, but it looks like PS3. You it know? does. I don't... It does. I, I I agree. It's not that sharp looking, mm-hmm. you know. And, Wait, but and maybe was maybe that's Nico the art style. Shadow of the Colossus. They exact, weren't cutting, yeah. ed, cutting edge uh, graphical. I don't that, know. No, man. no, that's Shadow good art. Colossus. Shadow of the Colossus. That was I think pretty I, badass, man. That was pretty good looking. Okay, even though it was sort of like fuzzy and and foggy or whatever, but I think it did. Uh, maybe I mean I don't know what PS2 hardware limitations are, but I think it, it yeah. you know worked it pretty hard. Yeah, now this is and this is weird. Like I was, I remember, like I was texting with you guys the other day about the Last Guardian, and and like you guys liked Eco and Shadow of the Colossus even more than I did, and I love those games. Yeah. And yeah. you're you're not loving on the Last Guardian. I I don't well, understand it. Shame that, on you. That's why I said bittersweet. You know. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, I think I think what we're trying. I think Sean. I think the big thing is with with us, and you know, I'm, I'm putting words. I think it's like ca- cautious excitement. Maybe it's the right. best way to I, describe I think, it. Like, yeah, I think like we're kind of preparing ourselves to be um, not let down, but to, like to enjoy it, but not you know not have a, a, a an expectation that's way too high. Yeah, for set this your game expectations so that, low, and you won't be disappointed. Sure, I, exactly. I don't think people should have as I, I think there are going to be super high expectations for this game. I mean, let's look at Mighty Number no. Nine that just came out. I mean, everyone is railing on that. You know, the expectation was that they're going to have another Mega Man game. And and this game came out and everybody's like, oh, it's not Mega Man, you know. I mean, yeah. you know, and, and and a lot of that was because it it, it was backed up. You know, mm-hmm. I think a lot of that negativity was because it was backed up. And then you have this other side who's, you know, oh, I'm going to defend it just because other people hate it so much. You know, I mean, right. you know, right. it's it's both sides. And and I think that's going to what's I think that's what's going to happen with Last Guardian too. I think uh, expectations going to be so high it's never going to be met, especially with the weight. I think what Last Guardian has going for it, definitely, is I like how we're probably going to explore the relationship between human and, you know, like this creature thing. Sure. Um, and, and you know, typical um, for me to wait, mon- like we're going to go into some like emotional stuff, some probably philosophical stuff. Yeah, I um, feel like this game, guys, it looks freaking awesome. Like, don't, don't. 
don't believe I'm not I'm not knocking like, it. I think no, it looks no, no, good. This is this is the fulfillment of the wishes of the promises that Eco and Shadow of the Colossus made. This is See, and Eco that's why meets I'm excited. Shadow of the Colossus. This is Eco with a Colossus. Instead See, that's, of Yorda, that's why I'm excited, you're escorting but I'm a Colossus. <laughs> like I, I don't no, know. I, like I, just don't say, I, oh, because it was delayed so long, I don't know if I can get excited about it. Be excited about it. No, 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 no. It. It's, it's not, not that. bad. I think, I think we're both excited about it, Sean. I think we're both very excited about it. I think we're just, we're, 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 we don't want to build we up don't, excitement we don't so know what much to expect, that, it, that it hurts our opinion of the game. You know what I, I mean? I, yeah. I think, yeah, we no, be, no, I think we're trying, I to, we're, we're trying to make that. it so that we're fair. I, I, think, I think we're just trying to make it so we're fair. And, and with Shadow of the Colossus, I mean, God, I mean, how do you go up from there? I mean, it's changed the way so many games have been made. It's a hell of a game. Years. Hell yeah. of a game. Oh, I mean, man. yeah. The, it changed the way I thought about games. When exactly. I, it. I mean, I mean it, it, it changed what games can do. It changed what games are, right? And sure. I don't know if, if The Last Guardian will do that as well. I mean, maybe to a select few it will. But... Yeah. And and I think why Rich and I are, are like like as we said, cautiously excited is because we don't know what to expect. We have this idea of what it might be and it's sort of like we're ready for whatever we get, even yeah. even though we have a, a preconceived idea of what it might be. Right. And I'll tell you another reason is because I don't know if my wife's going to buy me a damn PS4 for Christmas or not. Yeah, me neither. My birthday's coming up. I don't know if I mentioned that. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, just to, to finish this Why don't we just start out, like we... a GoFundMe for you to get a PS4? <laughs> <laughs> we, we basically just talked forever and probably more about any game for a game that just basically just showed a release date as far as the trailer, which is October 25th of this year mm-hmm. so That's, good good point but the next game is something that i know some yep. a lot of rf generers are excited about including you rich and this is the oh. one that you and you and duke were debating on the on the forums about so let's talk about uh horizon zero dawn here love it man ah it, last year we got a trailer uh, well we got a little bit of gameplay footage i felt bit, like yeah. it wasn't really a trailer it was just a, a snippet of gameplay footage i love these like post-apocalyptic type games, you know, where everything's sort of going back to the Stone Age, but then there's there's you know this presence of um, technology. I love it. I think it's so great. It's so, so interesting. So I guess you you understood it, and I didn't, because I'm like, why does this like why does this village look like it's from you know like the hunter gatherer age, and mm-hmm. then there's like robot dinosaurs. There's there's some sort of I feel like there's some sort of presence some sort of people that are sort of ruling the world. The, these dinosaurs are um, are these animals animatron type of things are basically gatherers. That's why they have these tanks on their back. They're gathering like resources. Oh, um, okay. Uh, for these these people, and there's something about your past that you don't know, and I feel like there there's some sort of clue as to. Uh, I, uh, you, I am excited you, you for it. Like, it looks past, awesome. Yeah. It looks like it's going to play awesome. Oh, it's beautiful, um, man. I love the mechanics. I love like the you know being able to fire and tie down like mm-hmm. your enemies and stuff. No, like I, that. I'm I'm psyched for um, it. You know, um, you can you can. Uh, get I just mounts. I just didn't get the sort of like blend of of Stone Age and like you know futuristic you know robot yeah. dinosaurs. I mean, yeah. it's it's cool. It's it's super exciting, but I just yeah. didn't get it. Yeah. Well, I think there's like. With games like this, there's always some sort of advanced culture, and like when technology like kind of rules the world, um, and and you know causes sort of the you know apocalypse, you know that's sort of the kind of warning. 
that everything sort of goes back to as it originally did. And, um, um, you know, um, so there's these things that are sort of surviving in, in a group that is controlling, um, you know, this world. Um, and that's sort of your job to sort of figure that out and sort of figure out what's going on. It's sort of, it's got a really good plot, sort of a mystery. And mm-hmm. I, yeah, like again, I said, I'm excited I, I love for the environment, I love the aesthetics of it. Mm-hmm. I think it looks like a really cool game. Oh, it's going to be cool for sure. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. Remember, a strong female character. I remember when they showed this last year. I kind of glossed over it and dismissed it. I was just like, yeah, whatever. But uh, this year, it oh, won me yeah, over. I get jacked. Uh, I thought it looked really cool. Oh, I, actually, I think the, it looks a lot like a mixture of um, Tomb Raider. Uh, the reboot mm-hmm. and uh, a game that came out a few years ago called Enslaved Odyssey to the West. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. nice, uh, nice comparison. Yeah, because Enslaved, uh, it's also like a very natural environment with fields and stuff, but these very like robotic, like animalistic kind of enemies. And it's by Guerrilla Games who did Killzone. Is it Killzone? I don't know. Somebody? Anybody? Guerrilla Games? I don't yeah. You're on your own, man. You're just going to fight the comments on that one. I'll have to fight it out in the comments, I guess. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it's you know cool for them to shift gears and, and get away from the first-person shooter thing into the third-person action-adventure thing. Yeah, you know? I'm I'm always down for something new. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it looks cool, man. I I'm really jacked about that game. It's it got me excited last year. I'm like, oh man, I'm gonna have to get a PS4 now. I was gonna stop at PS3, but now. <laughs> I feel like I'm gonna have to do it. I have kids. How am I gonna ever stop playing new video games? I mean, let's let's yeah. be honest. Guerrilla well, Games see, was killed now... Floyd. I just, oh, I just sweet! I up. wasn't wrong. Yes, you were right <laughs> for once. For once, <laughs> yeah. No, probably for twice. <laughs> um, no, I think now that you have kids, you have an excuse to go buy these things. Absolutely. That's why I bought my daughter a 3DS for her birthday. <laughs> yeah, it's like, here's this, you know, here, 3DS my sweetie, here's, here we here's come. this game system, you know, and secretly it's for me. Uh, yeah, it, it, that's the difference in the generations, right? Our parents are like, it's going to rot your brain. We're like, kick ass, I'm going to buy you a new system and get away with it. <laughs> uh, all right, so next, Detroit Become Human. I'm interested to know what you guys think about this one. Take my money. Same year. Oh, yeah, really? Dude. You're just like, right away. I, I like. I gotta have it. Dream. Yeah, totally. It's like I'm, I'm drinking the Quantic Dream Kool Aid. Like we, uh, I didn't play Indigo Prophecy, but y'all did, and I, I played Heavy Rain and uh, Beyond Two Souls. I, I love all their games. Like, give me if, more. If it's more Heavy Rain than than uh, Beyond Two Souls, I'm sold. Right. Um, I like the, now what we, what I saw at E3, um, was just like, uh, the Android, Android robot cop guy, um, confronted someone on a roof mm-hmm. and in the, it, you have different scenarios of how it can play out. Yep. Um, <clears throat> but I went on YouTube and I looked up, uh, another trailer for it and saw that too. Yeah, remember there was a. Is tech it the girl dem- trailer? The girl trailer. She mm. was a tech demo for like a PS3 thing, and like, look at the power mm. of the PS3. We can make like real faces. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, she's a character in, in Detroit Become Human, and it's. I'm sure it's going to be all like, um, you know, these are androids, but like, yeah. they have emotion. Are they yeah. like, what is human? What is not? Um, yeah. Have you yeah. have you guys seen a show called Extant? 
Um, no. Well, in the show, um, Halle Berry's in it. Halle Berry and her and her husband in the show have an android quote son, um, hmm. and it's sort of like, well, if this robot can feel emotions, you know, is it not? human you know what yeah it, I it think makes us question what is human exactly I mean, and i think that's does, what right? uh, i think that's what this game is trying to do mm-hmm. it's kind of a uh, big theme in uh fallout 4 i don't want to say too much and spoil anything but uh that's they, that's something right. that there's well, never mind i won't say too much about the story but that's kind of something no you, is, you, you can know. you can you can talk about fallout 4 <laughs> and at least not story-wise because fallout 4 had the expansion of like the rube goldberg things and uh, fallout shelter is now on consoles and it got some expansion thing um what else is fallout warehouse or fallout workshop contraptions contraptions that's it Hmm. and that's where you like you can just build these wacky things yeah i didn't build anything in fallout 4 anyway so i won't i won't mess with that but Right. Back to Detroit. Yeah. Um, yeah, We're going I'm, back I'm, to Detroit, guys. Back to Detroit. <laughs> back to Detroit. Detroit Rock City. Detroit Rock City. Hell yeah. But that, what's cool about J-Rock. this game is is that you um like you said you can play it out different scenarios. There's there's multiple ways that things can work out in the trailer that they showed you're basically a hostage negotiator uh, but there's in what you were talking about Floyd with the other trailer with the girl apparently there's going to be other scenarios where you're playing um, as a um, an android as well right I thought that cop guy was an android yeah, yeah and I was. think like that's what I'm saying. There's dream, there's other like, scenarios. You're well, not just I, I playing think what as it's going to be. Guy, like I mean, is what I'm saying. Yeah. I think it's going to be like the girl android and the cop android and how their stories mesh together. I don't know. I mean, I think it might be just several just different scenarios and you know different you know plot lines well, and stories and way it pulls together. I don't. Well, know. that's that's why I'm hoping it's more heavy yeah. rain than heavy um, rain had like four different playable characters, but it was an all intertwining story. Sure, I think, sure. I think this will be the same thing, which I'm sure it will be because Probably. of that. Yeah, it's going to be the best damn thing to come out of Detroit since RoboCop. <laughs> I'll buy that for a dollar. Or the White yeah. Stripes. <laughs> or <did>. Kirby Puckett. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, or Prince. It... <laughs> oh, no, that's Minnesota. Oh, yeah, right, 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 right. God, both of those are Minnesota, man. I was way off. Had too yeah. many scotches. <laughs> um, isn't uh, um, Indigo Prophecy getting a PS4 release now? Yeah, it is. Is it? Mm-hmm. Is that... Is that a pre-order bonus for Detroit Become Human? Probably. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I've got it on my Steam wish list. Apparently, that's like, you know, like the European version, which is like no sense. Yeah, really. that's. You really? Right. You're gonna play that again? I never. Uh, you, I never played it with gonna, you guys. Uh, you're just gonna play it to bang chicks? Is that why you're playing it? <laughs> I didn't say that. Isn't that why we well, all? You said the uncensored version. I mean, it's the difference. <laughs> I don't, know. I don't know why Sean likes female protagonists so much. <laughs> I don't either, no. man. We, <laughs> I'm going to write an article about this one day. But there's, there's more coming out about it. I'm not the only one, I swear. No, right. no, like, no I, I'm, I'm just sort of <laughs> taking a jab at you. know, I, I, Like if, if a dude can be a hero, why can't a chick? You know? Exactly. So, oh, no, it's great. Um. All right. Resident Evil Biohazard. Yeah, thanks. Let's move on here. So th- <laughs> this, was, 
this was an amazing trailer, right? Because this was a demo that had existed previously. Am I correct? Now, like, were they the were they showing demo? this in VR or I didn't, I didn't yes, understand what was going on? This will be VR, but it, VR only, or will it have like regular PS4? No, no, no. Like I don't think anything is going to be VR only unless it's a demo, like mm. a oh. Batman VR. You know what I mean? Like. I okay. F- I, 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 I could be wrong, but I feel like Resident Evil 7 is not going to be VR only. No, it's, yeah, they'd, they'd be VR compatible. They'd be... Not. Right, oh, exactly. Okay. So so it's going to be first person, it's going to be scary, it's going to be... Yeah, but this whole Resident thing looks very like PT, like, and, and they took I their think, time I think PT it. really changed the horror scene. Oh, totally, totally. And Between we're gonna get PT to that. and the remaster of uh, Resident Evil One, uh, you know, remaster, remaster, which some of y'all may know about, I've never heard of it. Um, <laughs> the, the kind of <laughs> sorry. The only thing Steven, is, like, did you catch that reference? Yeah, I just heard a lot of remasters, <laughs> and I wasn't sure exactly what you were getting at. You just lost me after re 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 remaster. Well, I'm just referencing like where, like the state of survival horror right now, and it seems like Capcom is finally like kind of backtracking into like, oh wait, like people don't want uh, a Gears of War shooter for their Resident Evil game. Maybe we should go the actual survival horror route because Resident Evil One remastered sold so many damn yeah. copies. If that's the case, why don't we get something like Parasite Eve? You know, that's not third none of that, birthday. dude. You, you're preaching to the choir here. Give me another yeah. Parasite Eve game. Come yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> but no, this this looks good, and this got a huge reaction from a couple of the, uh, again, the outlets that I was watching uh, on YouTube through this. They were going nuts. And well, what what concerns cool. me is I'm sure I would get super nauseous from VR, and so I don't want to, like, barf and get a heart attack at the same time. Well, all right. <laughs> that that's just my two cents. I got. That's true. Uh, I'm. I'll just say this. I, I mean, I. I don't know. I. I it did. This didn't excite me. Um. But I, I will say this. I. I appreciate the direction this is going because, like, sort of the next step with survival horror is putting you in the movie. And what better way to do that than through VR, right? I mean, I, I'm with you on that. Like, you know, I think the, the it's... fully encapsulating experience. That's that's what you want. I mean, it, it, it's the perfect genre to to do VR in. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I I know this game wasn't made for somebody like me, but I can appreciate what it's doing and what it's doing well and and you know if somebody's excited for that you know i'm happy for you yeah it, it wasn't made for people to have vomit heart attacks you're right <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i'm not not sure how i feel about this one you know of course i'm a big fan of resident evil and the series was due for a change after you know five and six um but i'm not sure if i like this direction um is being on some level a first person shooter um if it's more um, if it's but then again, like first person, you get a lot more tension. You get a lot more yeah horror, you right? Get a lot more of so, uh, the cheap jump scares that I I don't like because they're just they just throw something in the camera with a loud shrieking sound and it's really cheap and lame. Um, right, and see, 
that's going to be like if the game is more in my mind that's the major question are they going to do a bit of a callback to the original resident evils with the vr slash first person that's what they said like they said the um final game was actually going to be a lot different than the demo they showed and it was going to be more like the original games and i'm not sure how exactly i'm I'm sure it's still going to be first person and if the game is um if it's more condemned than say fear um I might like that because I really enjoyed Condemned, but uh, just have to see how it turns out. Yeah, see, like, I like it when my horror games give a sense of, you know, unease and dread and just, like, you know, makes, like, the hair stand up on your neck and that kind of thing. All right. Guys, I I don't, I mean, we're we're through, like, half a page of three-page notes right now, so let's, let's, let's move on and talk about PSVR. Uh, 3.99 price tag. Who's in? Take my money. Really? <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised. <laughs> Jeez, are you serious? Y'all you heard me. I don't know if you know this, but I was on the collector cast, and they. Uh... Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> I heard about that. <laughs> and the, there was a, a listener question that came up about VR and the price point for it, and would you buy it? And I, I am all in. I mean, it could be $2,000 and I would buy it. Like, I can't really? wait to like, try I, I it. Think, I can't wait. It's going to be so okay, awesome. Okay, well, it's, it's $399. I think $400 and let me tell you, is buddy, the most for I would pay for it. For $299, I will do this for you. I will build you like a little cardboard box to put around your eyes, and you can just stick your head in the TV and play the game. All right, well, how much is a virtual <laughs> boy? Maybe I should just go that route. <laughs> I would advise I think, that either. I don't know. I think this is kind of a Wii or Connect syndrome where it looks cool and you'll use it for a week and then it'll collect dust. Man, I just I, I feel like we're like we're pulling ourselves away from being communal gamers. This is like the total immersion of like I don't even want to pay attention to the damn people that are sitting beside me in the room. I'm with you on I'm that. Gaming. You know, well, I don't I, do that I to begin like, with. Like, sometimes I play games with my wife, honestly, but like I don't, I don't do a lot of couch co-op at all. Well, even even if not, I mean, even like let's say like I'm sitting downstairs and playing a game, and she's sitting downstairs and reading a book. I mean, I'm going to be completely antisocial if my like my eyes are completely in this like visor playing this and game. And think of how weird you're going to look. No. Think of how well, dude, I don't know if I can look. I don't know if I can look any weirder, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I'm just with it. I I want it. Give it to me. <laughs> Give it to him. Well, here, here's my thing with VR: is there's so many VR platforms right now. There's PSVR. There's yeah, Vive. I think the one for Steam. Yeah. Right. Um. I think those are the only two. I just want to play Tecmo Bowl in VR. <laughs> okay, you knew it. Would you play like, Call of okay. Duty in VR? Call of Duty Infinite Warfare? Or maybe the Modern Warfare remaster? But just stick your head close to the TV. Yeah. That's true. So, we got... <laughs> and and I, didn't, I didn't rewatch the trailer on this. I feel really bad. Um, Impulse Gear. Does anybody want to talk about Impulse Gear that was um, shown for VR? I must I have missed that. that yeah, I don't, like, I don't know anything is. about it. Dope. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, Star Wars Battlefront X-Wing VR mission. Sounds yeah. like a demo. These all look like demos. They're all demos. Yeah. They're all like neat. one mission They're or neat. like two missions. Yeah, you know? right. it was a mission. You go on a little bombing run, you know. I think it's um, going to be cool. Batman Arkham. Batman and, and Arkham and I, I was think really what, what it has kind of just like showing a mask. Like, oh. 
Sorry, I'm interrupting somebody. No, go ahead. Uh, I think what VR as a whole has going for it is like if you want to just zone out and do your own gaming thing, mm-hmm. you know, that's fine. But I've sure. for me, gaming has always been about like community. Community. I want to yeah. like, sit down and like, you know, if somebody's on the couch beside me or like go on RF, right? And it's like, this boss yeah. was impossible. Or just like talk about it, and I think well, uh, VR is going to make it so personal yeah. that my experience won't be like your experience, and it's going to be hard to relate to each other. I mean, that's what we do. That's why we do what we do, right? I mean, that's why we do playthroughs. I mean, we're we're trying to kick it back to that day of, um, you know, playing with your friends on the couch. I mean, it's the best we can do with what we have, you know, with mm-hmm. retro games because we can't show up at everyone's, you know, each other's house. So that's what we're trying to do. And I feel like this, like you said, I mean, I feel like this makes everything so, it makes everything so personal that, you know, you can't really share it. With people, right. Because you know? if it's going to be VR, it's like, well, I looked at that thing, but you didn't look at that thing. Yeah. So you missed out on that thing. Yeah. And I'm not, and let me, I mean, I'm going to just reiterate, I'm not hating on this. I mean, it's, it's cool, you know, for people that really love this kind of thing and want to become fully immersed in the game. I mean, if that if that's your if that's your style, that that's cool, and you know, it, it it looks cool, it looks beautiful. I mean, you know, I can't I can't deny the way it looks, and I would love to try it out at some point. Yeah, I'm gonna second you on that. Like, if yeah. somebody plops it on my head, I'll sure, give it a go. Absolutely, but I'm not absolutely. gonna go. I'd love to try it out. It. Yeah, I'm not gonna fork down the money. Yeah, that's how so, I feel about it. I think it's. Anyway. I'm sure it works very well. The technology's there, and I think it's cool for the people who are interested in it. But. uh it's kind of like the same thing with motion controls. It kind of goes against everything, like the whole reason why I play games, which is I just want to sit back on a, in a chair or on a couch and with a controller in my hand, just play the game and not have to flail my arms around with motion controls or strap mm-hmm. a contraption that's why, on my That's head. why I think immersion, immersion is such a dangerous word. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right. like, mm-hmm. I want to know what Sean has to say. Like, why, why are you so psyched? I just pre-ordered it while you guys were bitching about it. <laughs> Did you really? <laughs> Happy no, birthday to me. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, um, as, 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 as I'm going home. <laughs> as somebody who is excited for it, what's, yeah. what's the draw, you know? Um, Just, you know, like. He I, loves lawnmower, man. No, like playing a game. <laughs> okay, you play a game five or six or ten feet away from your TV or you play it. Like, I'm blessed. Like, I I feel like I have a great standard of living where I have two rooms that I can play video games in, where one is a 50-inch plasma TV, the other is the uh, projector that I wrote about on RF Generation that was really cheap, but it projects an 80-inch screen on the wall in an extra room that I have in my house. Like, I have that going on, but to... To just strap a thing to my head and be immersed, and uh, okay, immersion is a dangerous word. I understand what you're saying there, but like, I, I'm on the other side of that fence. I'm like, give it to me, give me that immersion, give me the. I don't care if I'm running into a wall and like tripping over my cat and like whatever, like <laughs> swinging my arms around, knocking over shit. Like I like, I I want this so bad, and I. I will. I'll try it first. Let's like let's let's be realistic. Like, I'm not sure. just gonna shell out. Like, I don't even have a PS4 yet. But I. Well, do you need a PS4 for PSVR to work? I think you do, right? Like this huh. is sure. yeah. This is a PS4 add-on, right? Oh, okay. I didn't know that. I thought it was its own thing. 
No, I, I'm, I, pretty, I'm sure pretty sure it's, it's a, a PS4 yeah, add-on. You have to have a PS4, I'm pretty sure. Hmm. Yeah, so like... You know, you know what VR reminds me of? is like, do you guys remember To the Moon? Mm-hmm. And like, you basically get to grant somebody their dying wish of like giving them a memory that never, they never had. <laughs> right. And it's like, VR is like the ability to experience something that you could never in your whole life experience. Well, if you think about it, our entire lives have been teased with VR. I mean, virtual yeah. reality, I mean, seems like the thing that has always been teased. I mean, like, for for years and years. In, you know, in that, movies and books, and now absolutely, he, here it is, absolutely. right? Absolutely, and especially yeah. with gaming. It's the thing that's always been teased and teased and teased. And finally, you know, this was the E3 where we saw it, um, you know, come to fruition. And that's pretty cool. I mean, I'll give it that. It's really cool. And it's one of the things that, you know... I, I say I was excited about E3 this year, and that's one of the things that really excited me was the you know availability of VR. It's not for me, but for the gaming community, I think it's a really cool thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I mean, and I can see it that way. You know, I mean, it's not something that interests me. It's not something I'm going to throw money at, but it, it's definitely um, a really cool step in gaming. Uh, I think it's really cool that we're there, and and so many companies are. You know, they're behind it, yeah. This, yep, yeah. And, and behind it, so. yeah. cool. Yeah, and it's a weird thing for me to say this, but again, like the price point issue, it's um, it's strange that it's it's the same price as the console, basically. But it, it, yeah. if they had said it was nine hundred dollars, it would be like, well, I don't know. Like maybe I could borrow it from somebody, but I still really want to try it. Like, give it to me. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I know. Yeah. yeah. But and the, for three ninety nine, I mean, you spend that much on a weekend on Coke and hookers. So, exactly. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's easy wow. for That's you. That's nothing. <laughs> I think yeah, three ninety nine is reasonable for what it is. Yeah, you could like after I get a PS2 or PS2. After I get a PS4, <laughs> I could save up for that and and maybe pick it up and and there'll yeah. be plenty of PlayStation Plus games for it eventually and demos and it's it's going to be a thing. I I don't think it's going to I really think it's going to be more Wii motion control more than it's going to be Kinect motion control. Like I think it's going to mm-hmm. So you don't think it's going to replace like the TV and the controller? I don't think so. I, I, I don't think anything ever will because look <laughs> at how many technologies have tried to do that. Good and point. yet we're still like my preferred way to play a game is to sit on my ass with a wireless controller and play a damn video game. Mm-hmm. But still, I, I think love... if anything, these are going to be like companion hardwares. Right. Exactly. That's why sure. I still love to stand up and swing my Wii mote and, and hit a baseball <laughs> out of the park yeah, or, you, you know, go bowling <laughs> or whatever. You know what I mean? It has its time and place. And I think VR is just going to be another one of those things. Only it's just going to be, a step beyond we bowling, you know what I mean? So I think if there's anything that sort of is, is, has been made clear based on what I said is I'm curious to see what's done with it. Yeah, totally. All right, guys, call of duty, infinite warfare and modern warfare. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on from VR. Please. Space shooty shoots. Yay. Space oh. shooty shoots. Uh, yeah. I, I'll play the campaigns yeah. when they hit the, right, the bargain bin, but other than that, not much interest. It, I mean, let me ask you, Stephen, do you have interest when it's um, uh, like the futuristic stuff? Do you, do you enjoy the futuristic modern warfares as, uh, as much as the historical yeah, campaigns? I mean, a lot, yeah, a lot of people are hating on that it's more of like a futuristic okay. thing. I don't mind that at all. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but okay. I mean, I, I don't know. My people have been kind of clamoring for them to go back to like World War Two or whatever. But, but you know, sure. and for and ten years ago, people were like, "Stop doing World War Two." Uh, now they right. want to go back to it. But I mean, yeah. I, I I think uh, that seems like a pretty cool setting for a you know first person shooter. Yeah. And, uh, like I said, I, I'm not. I don't play these games for the multiplayer. I like playing the campaigns, um, and I'll probably pick this up when it gets really cheap. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much as far as my interest goes really just as far as these type yeah. of i mean let's face it call of duty and battlefield they're really made for the multiplayer um the sure. online component and uh you know and that's right. just not something that really interests me yeah me either and, and, and i like the more historical stuff you know but i but i understand why they have to vary it and you know do more you know i mean you you can't just keep making you know basically the same game about world war one world war two you know um you know, you, you have to you have to vary it up and then put something fresh in there. So I, I understand it's just you know not something that's on my radar. I guess I should say. So all right, so Crash Bandicoot one through three are being remastered. What I do? I like the Crash games. I actually played two with the um, the Cartridge Club. They played two. I'd never played any Crash games before. They're actually a lot of fun. Uh, so first it's of cool. all, you're a traitor. Am I interested Second in them being remastered? No. <laughs> So let me put oh, I think, you know, it's probably going to be a cool nostalgia trip for people. Yes, I'm a traitor. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I'm sure there's going to be people like like yourself, Rich, who are maybe going to be able to take the remaster. And, well, I mean, you've got the original stuff. so you, Yeah, I, I just care to play the original. I don't care to play anything But, remastered. like, let's say, hypothetically, yeah. you didn't have a PlayStation anymore and you only had a PS4. That's not going to happen. But I know, I know. But, like, <laughs> let's let's... let's Let's roll with it, right? You can sort of like, you know, your kids can kind of get excited about it. You can get excited about it. My kids are already, already excited about it. They love it on PS1. Because it's amazing. Yeah, it's great. It's They're fun games. They yeah. really are. If you've never played Crash Bandicoot gameplay, it, that's enough about that. They're, they're, yeah, right. they're fun and that's it. Yeah. Uh, Skylanders Imaginators. Anybody do Skylanders? Yes. I know. Do you really? I do. I really like okay. the first... Uh, Three, I think. I'm way behind on Skylanders. I have okay. uh, quite a, a little collection of Skylanders figures, and I really like the first two games. I know that. I can't remember if I played the third or not, but as you can tell, it's been a while since I went down the Skylanders rabbit hole. But this is an annualized Activision franchise. They're just going to keep coming out with these games. So I, I have really no comment i'm so be so far behind on these yeah yeah it's it's become quite the collectible i know and i, I think they've taken quite the blow with the amiibos mm-hmm. um but um you know and you know but well there's a lot the of competition time, you got lego now games. you got you got uh sure. disney infinity you got amiibos infinity. like it's it's yeah they're not the only uh you know name well i think there. that's why they're doing the uh the imagination thing, imaginator thing, is like you can create your own Skylander, mm-hmm. and I don't know how that's going to work. But like, interesting. They showed in the trailer, they there's like a sketch of a creature, and then that got like imported into the game. I don't. Yeah. Again, if somebody is you know all for the Skylanders franchise, I'm sure they're really excited. It's just not my thing. Yep. Moving on, Lego Star Wars: The Force Awakens. I'd rather watch the movie. 
Well, you have to. You, you basically have to watch the movie before you play these games, or it's going to ruin the damn story for you. Well, yeah. because they, it's the same. It, it's the story, but just with Lego comedy, right? Yeah, I mean that's what these games a, are. That's why I said I'd rather watch the movie because you get it over and done with in like two and a half hours. Yeah. yeah, I don't. From what I saw in that trailer, it was almost like note for note the movie. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Those games. I mean, I would rather play something like Batman. The movies, yeah. if you want to put it that way. And that's yeah. that's fine well, the by movie me. Franchise but like, ones are. It's yeah. got to take its own direction. Mm-hmm. Like the Batman Lego games. I mean, those are those aren't based on any movies or anything like that. So those mm-hmm. are those are kind of cool. But you know, the the movie licensed ones are typically uh, you know follow quite close to the storyline. So, but just like like I said, just just Lego humor. So mm-hmm. I mean, but like all those franchises, Star Wars, Batman, you know, whatever. There's so much that you can build upon or just create that still works in that universe. And that's, mm-hmm. you know, I, I kind of wish those Lego games were doing that. You know, you can create your own sort of like Star Wars villain and, and it still works. Mm. Yeah. All right. So moving on, uh, I typed this one up, up wrong, so I'm glad I caught myself, but Death Stranding. That's I thought it was standing right. too. Three words. Take my money. Really? You don't even know what the hell this is about, and you want him to? Talk I don't about care it. what it is. Hideo Kojima made it. He could fart yeah. on a taco, and I would buy it for two hundred dollars. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> that would make just as much. That's our cold open right there. <laughs> like I know, I know Kojima's weird. Like he, he, he makes awesome games. No, hey, but man, in all seriousness, like, the guy's been making Metal Gear Solid games for like 30 years, and now this is his first game that is not Metal Gear Solid. Like, I cannot yeah. wait to see what he does. Like, this is so amazing. And the, the fact the whole, that he got like, so screwed by Konami, and he just said, haha, I'm with Sony now. Check this out. Like, I that, cannot that's, wait. See, like, that's my, what the press has been saying, and that's what everyone's yeah. saying is like, this game is supposed to be his middle finger to Konami. And mm-hmm. even if it's not, like, I, even if it's not, I can't, uh, that is all hype. Like, the whole Konami No, that is hype. Thing, I, that agree. Is all I agree. Because like, at this point, he went on matter? Instagram and he had, a, a, like, a, an espresso cup. It said Konami Tears on it. <laughs> right, right. I, I mean, at this point, does it matter? I mean, does anyone need to give Konami the middle finger at this point? No. I mean, everyone's almost written them off. Exactly. 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 Yeah, F yeah. Konami. You know, I mean, that, that's the way it is. But, yeah, I mean, the guy the guy coming out to the orchestra, which Floyd pointed out, and to just, like, the Billie Jean dance floor walking out on the stage was pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, that that was pretty, that was cool. Um, but I'm left but with the, what the, the trailer was about. weird. But, I mean, like, could so you, weird. like, his... his games are weird but that's what makes them good and i'm i want to see more yeah. I, I i won't say that i'm i'm interested i'm not excited but i'm interested and yeah, no, i really well, want to see more and the trailer i mean this was, was this really was just weird. a teaser i, I mean it, yes yeah. it is a teaser and just to know like I have the same excitement I think everybody, now I, as I did when I found out that Kojima was, was with Sony and Kojima Studios was a thing with Sony. Like, mm-hmm. uh, until you show me some gameplay, it's all just fluff and fanfare, you know? I'm with like, you on that. So, I'm still, like, super hype on whatever Kojima is doing with Sony. Sure. And I sure. cannot wait to see some actual gameplay. Like, what is it? Is it a stealth game? Yep. Is it a puzzle game? Like, who yeah. Who can mm-hmm. even... Like, the guy's a freaking genius. He's God. Kojima's yeah. God. You heard it here first it, it, on the RF Gen Playcast. Well, how come we're not playing yeah. more Metal Gear Solid stuff? We should. 
We should. I, I want to go. I want to go play Metal Gear Solid Two with you guys. Yeah, but this is, this is one of those things where you just don't even question. You're just like in Kojima, we trust, right? Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly. it. Exactly. I mean, I mean, that's that's it. I mean, you just you don't even question. It's like, oh, that's freaky. Okay, I'm 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 in. You yeah, know? but like, I mean, I mean, it's let's talk about the trailer. That was that was that was fudged up. Well, it's Norman yeah. Reedus. He's on a sure. desert island with a baby. The baby disappears, and he looks up in the sky and sees like <laughs> and he's got five. A, he's got he's got he's got um excisions like on his stomach. He's got like a C-section scar. That's weird right. stuff. Right, it's bizarre. Right. And there's just dead whales and crabs and all types of sea life. And there's five things floating in the distance. Yeah, five psychomantises. <laughs> <laughs> Revolver ocelots. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. It's freaky. Steven, what's your take, man? You're being really quiet about this one. Yeah, I mean, I'm intrigued, but I'm going to have to see some gameplay. I don't buy into the Kojima circle jerk like everybody else does, so he's going to have to show me some, uh, something of substance. Okay. Oh. Okay, Mr. Glass Half Full. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, well, yeah. I'm I'm interested. I, I'm I'm sort of on the same boat, Stephen. I mean, I I, I want to see what's going to happen with that, but I'm my interest is super peaked for that. Spider Man, the last game announced. What do we think about Spider Man being the last, and how do we feel about this? Well, as important as saying the word Spider Man is saying Insomniac. Like it's not just Spider Man. It's an, mm. a Spider Man game made by Insomniac because oh, Spider Man games are a dime that. a dozen. Some of them are good. Some of them suck. But this is interesting. You know, we have a Spider Man game that's being made by Insomniac, and that has piqued a lot of people's interest. Wait, Insomniac is um, Ratchet and uh, Clank. Sunset Overdrive. Sunset Overdrive, yes, exactly. Right. So, like, did they jump ship or something? No, it's it's still Sony. They're still... Oh, you're right, you're right. Yeah, yeah see what I mean? Yeah, like, that's, that's, I think well, that's why everybody... back. Yeah, because Ratchet <laughs> Clank was Sony, and then Sunset Overdrive was on Microsoft. Sure. Yeah. So, I guess they've always... They've always been, like, independent, basically. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. affiliated, like, or associated. Not even affiliated, right. but associated with Sony. And then they mm-hmm. made Sunset Overdrive, and now they're doing this uh, Spider-Man, which, for all we know, could end up being multi-platform at the end of the day. They're just showcasing it with uh, Sony for now. Well, same thing with, like, you know, uh, Microsoft showed off um, FF15. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Um, but, yeah, this looks... I mean, this... I'm, I'm not totally uh, tickled by this one but a, a, mm-hmm. a few friends of mine and co-workers are really excited about this so I don't there's know there's a what lot you of hype around this game there's a lot of hype around this game and let me let me say this this is what I was talking about earlier I didn't this even know there was hype I, say, I didn't know this was coming yeah. I, I'd say be cautious about this because a lot of this does not look like gameplay I know I'm with yeah, you on a that lot, yeah. a lot of this looks like um you know just video animation i mean it does not look like gameplay so i worry that you know this is sort of the hype trailer and that the actual gameplay is not going to be as good as what's not going to deliver on that hype i'm very cautious they did say and i think people are jumping to say that the entire trailer was made with in-engine footage but um it it looked very scripted Ah, i mean it didn't look like stuff you could actually pull off in the game i don't know i mean I don't like see I'll, how you could do any like that stuff that, like hands a on that game. I don't, I don't, I don't see how you yeah. would just. I don't see how you could manipulate and move, um, you know, in third person. Like, see, like yeah, that's what I was going to say. If I played like, that game, 
I wouldn't move yeah. so gracefully. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah, I, I don't see it. I think a lot of it's video, and I, and I say, well, I mean, a lot of games, of their cutscenes are made with it's beautiful engine, with the game's actual engine footage, not cutting the CG. But that's what I'm saying. This it mm-hmm. probably they probably use the engine to power this trailer, but you know, that's probably not a lot of that stuff isn't stuff you could probably do in the mm-hmm. game yourself. Good point. Yeah. 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 Another thing that like if when it hits the bargain bin, I'll check it out. Sure, sure. Me, me, my, my two best words to describe is optimistically cautious about this game. Yeah, see, man. I mean, that's just how I feel. Okay. Well, that was the end of PlayStation. Um, we spent a lot of time on that, and oh, and we for didn't good talk reason. about. Well, I guess we kind of talked about the uh, Days Gone like actual gameplay thing. Yeah, yeah, we hit that. Yeah, so because so. um, that was the official end, end, you know. But uh, yeah, yeah, good point though. I'm glad you brought that back up. But um, so how did how do we feel about PlayStation? What did you guys think? Like sort of overall, they won E3. Yeah, I agree, yeah. and I don't want to just like agree. parrot what I saw a lot of other YouTubers or podcasters say about uh, the PlayStation thing, but it's like they didn't bullshit a lot mm-hmm. on the stage. They just went trailer after trailer after yep. trailer, gameplay, gameplay, gameplay with the orchestra. Like they killed it. They totally killed it. And I, and what's cool about this is this is not something that we all texted about we we said we were going to do this podcast we're going to talk about e3 but we did not ever say which our favorite was going to be and i think it's really cool that like we're kind of agreeing on this i I haven't heard from floyd yet um i think uh, no no i think playstation (laughs) had the best pressure (laughs) no they they had the best presence i like that their their um approach was just like Here's a bunch of games. This is what yeah. we want you to be excited about, right? Sure. It didn't seem so PR-ish, so marketing-ish as um, Microsoft's um, yeah. presser. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm just looking, and I mean, and you know, with this list that I created for us for this podcast, I, I'm just looking at the things that I checked off and put stars beside. Mm-hmm. I mean, God of War, I have a star beside, and I know a lot of you don't agree with that, and, and I understand Days Gone, I have a star beside. Last Guardian, I'm, Horizon, no, I'm with you on all Detroit. those picks so far. I mean, oh my gosh, Death Stand, Stranding, um, and I have one beside Spider Man too. Although you know, I'm a little cautious about that, but I mean, that's mm-hmm. I, I just thought it was such a strong showing this year from PlayStation. Mm-hmm. I just think their presentation was so well done. They didn't put yep. some like yep. d bag up on the stage to talk about like totally. Agree. Oh, we're doing a revolutionary <laughs> thing where players yeah, I'm can with you play on with each other. Oh, yeah. Online and blah 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 blah. Like they just yeah. There, there's a lot of that with some of the other guys. Gameplay. I, I'm, a lot, I'm with a lot you on that. That's what their, I liked. Yeah, I like how they didn't their have hands say, together. And now here's the head developer from Blah Blah Studio. Uh, yep. They just said like, "Here's what we have in store for you. Get excited. Mm-hmm. That's it." Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was uh, very simple. It was very simplistic, and I thought that. Like. Took a, yeah, that's right. Exactly. Absolutely. The, Good point. Very Steve. good yep. way to put it. Mm-hmm. Right. Nintendo. Nintendo. So Nintendo, different type of presentation, right? I didn't actually watch their <laughs> Red show. The I least. just watched trailers of all the games that we have on the list. So, <laughs> you know too. why you didn't watch well, the show? Because there was no I show. Thought. No, I thought it was just, just like, like yeah. Zelda. That's what they said. That was the only game they were going to show. So. <laughs> Wait, and I Pokemon. watched. There was Pokemon too, right? Yeah, yeah, Pokemon Sun and Moon and Zelda. That was it. And the only two games they showed. Yeah. But I did. But, but they, I looked up some of the trailers for the games that we had on the list here. So, 
Yeah, there, there were a few trailers released before, but Nintendo has their own style, and, you know, as we know, you know, Nintendo's always kind of gone their own way, you know, like Stevie Nicks, but, um, but, you know, it, I don't know, I think they're, it, it's just my opinion, I don't know how you guys feel, I, I kind of feel like they're missing the boat and, and getting people excited for their games by the strategy of like let's just show hours of gameplay footage of you know our, our top titles and uh see yeah thing, I, with, with zelda you, I'm, I'm with zelda you. i was sold because i love the zelda games right sure oh i do too floyd yeah um uh, and and i think with those games that are so um exploration based and mm-hmm. and like you know, being so mythical and legendary as they are, mm-hmm. you don't get the full benefit of only showing like ten minutes. You know, you got to show at least I don't know half an hour or something, right? Well, like let's be fair uh, though, because if agree. you're a fan of Zelda, where I you're see, probably going to buy it regardless, right? Exactly. Right? Where yeah, I see sure. a Hideo Kojima game on the screen and I say, "Take my money," you see yeah. like there's a new Zelda game. Take my money. Like that—that's—that's yeah. that's the way a lot well, of not people necessarily. Are. I mean, like we had, um, oh geez, the one with the Hyrule um, Warriors. Hyrule Warriors, I was kind of lukewarm too. Okay. Um, but everybody knew war- that wasn't a core Zelda game. Everybody okay, knew if, that was a Dynasty Warriors right. game with a Zelda skin. Right. But I think what was claimed to be a core Zelda game was the one where you. Uh, it's a 3DS one where you can have like three links or four links at oh, the same the time. Oh, Tri- yeah. Triforce Heroes. Sure. Yeah. Don't care yeah. for it. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. I don't know. I like puzzle games. Yeah, so it's got a very multiplayer focus, and it, I, I'd love I'd love to play it, but I just don't can't really. I don't think I could get uh, two people on a 3DS to play it. I'll play it I, I see Nintendo's point, and I see like Nintendo wanting to be different, and and why they do this. I mean, they've always been different. They've, you know, they started out with the Famicom, the family computer. They've always made games that are typically family games. They've never gone into that sort of, uh, it, with some exception, gone into that really adult world with their gaming. And I think a lot of what they're trying to do is to, um, uh. What's the word I'm looking for? They're they're trying to, you know, put something out there that's sort of like Twitch, you know, in the sense everybody likes to watch games now. They like to watch gameplay footage. They like to watch someone play. But I, I don't know. I mean, watching like eight hours of footage, I'm kind of like I, I just kind of want to play the game myself. Yeah, wow, that's a really. Mm-hmm. I didn't put my finger on that the way you did, Rich. Like I didn't. I didn't quite think about that until now. But the the fact that they just put. They were basically just live streaming yeah, everything they had totally. to show. I didn't it's even Twitch, man. Dude, you're you're right on the money, mm-hmm. man. That's what the kids are into, you know. So I mean, maybe that's what they're going for. I get it, but I don't like it. Doesn't mean I have to like it. And like, yeah, is... it's kind of cool that they got you know the the you know creative director of whatever game to come out and like you know say our you know main concept behind this game was, mm. and then they kind of talk about it. Yeah. Um, right. But well, the concept of Zelda was they're trying to innovate on Zelda and do something that's totally different and new, and and we're doing things we've never done in Zelda games. Well, when, let really me tell you, when I heard when I heard that there was voice acting in this game, I was I was pretty blown away. I think it's going to create 
a, a deeper level of attachment that you know you can get with, like people get so into these games and, and yeah. I think that's just going to take it deeper it's cool man but let me tell you what I thought about when I saw this game four words Shadow of the Colossus Really? I mean, oh, Now yes. that you mention it, oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Okay. You, you kind the of... climbing, the, um, you know... Oh, you climb, I thought that, meter, too, yeah, because the climbing... The, the horseback riding, everything about the Scream Shadow of the Colossus. Well, if this is a mashup of Shadow Colossus and, and Zelda, like, <laughs> I don't yeah, need no, any <laughs> other game. Yeah, no shit, right? I mean, I mean, really, I mean... I, I, and, you know, as much as I'm, like, going to grate on Nintendo, and I didn't, I did not like their presentation. I did not like the way they presented things. I didn't like it. I'm, I'm with you. This game was awesome. It was it was one of the top games of E3. Well, yeah. See, now that you mentioned, like, I got yeah. the I got the Shadow of the Colossus vibe from the climbing, but like it's all over it, man. It, the The environment is all destroyed. Like, you see yep. the Temple of Time, and it's all like rubble and ruins. It is. It and is I Zelda like, with Shadow of the Colossus. You it's it's going to be. It's going to be Zelda with yeah environmental storytelling mm-hmm. and and like sort of put your own interpretation into things and and like that you know Team Eco kind of kind of vibe right yeah it's just not you're gonna have more like um you're gonna have more trash mob fights you're not gonna have like just um boss rush like you do with shadow colossus but it's 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 basically the same thing and you know it's got that sort of open world appeal like shadow the colossus mm-hmm. does See, when too. i uh, when i was watching it, it's got some interesting ideas yeah. the gameplay i didn't and i probably didn't watch as much as you guys did i didn't watch a whole lot but and the things they were saying about it um i got the feeling that they were trying to make basically something like Skyrim, just with the gameplay of Zelda. They talked about how it was open world, there's enemy strongholds in various places. Um, I Yeah, but that's what Zelda needs. You think so? I think so, yeah. <laughs> I think... I mean, I don't know. It, it might be the best thing ever. I mean, I'm just... Uh, it could be. I mean, like, that's why I'm saying it's, for mm-hmm. me, in, in my interpretation, it, it's combining the best of every Zelda that's come before it, like well, all the good Zeldas that came before yeah. it. I, di- I didn't get the Skyrim, in, in, you know, I, I didn't get that while watching the footage. No, I mean, me I, When you say enemy strongholds, there were sort of like minute, like enemy-like towers and stuff that they showed. Yeah, I, and, you know, well, maybe I, I said watch I didn't watch a whole lot, but that, when they the talked game. about that, it sort of reminded yeah. me of how in Skyrim and Fallout, there's just these random locations you can go into and, and, and explore and they, they don't really have a lot of meaning to them. Mm-hmm. Like there's just various caves in mm-hmm. Skyrim and yeah. I think there's buildings that, yeah. and fallout. And that I thought I, I kind of assumed sure. the strongholds were the same thing, but I could be off base with that. But, but you know, like I, I think that's the next step for Zelda, mm-hmm. you know, because I, I like that you can explore the world and you're like, Oh look, here's like a little, you know, um, campsite of, of moblins. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. it would be nice for them to innovate after 30 years of making the same game over and over and over. And over no, that, that, yeah, I'm with you on that. And, <laughs> you know, it's nice that, like, instead of every Zelda game up until now, I guess, it was just like, oh, there's a bunch of enemies. Run, slash, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Now you can yeah. sort of, like, push a boulder onto them. You can yeah. light a tree on fire and it's going to, like, yeah. crush them. Yeah, I, I think you're right, and I think like as as we've learned with modern gaming is that everything doesn't need to have a purpose, you know. It's just for the purpose of the the player like doing some action to, you know, to satisfy themselves. I think it's sort right? of like I give mean, them the yeah. the pieces to make their own 
experience yeah. out of it. Because if you're playing the original Zelda, you're not like, well, I'm just going to walk around and kill about 50 Tic Tacs because that's what I felt like doing. I mean, nobody's going to do that, you know. But, I mean, you know, it's like, cool, you know, it, it's interactive. I can chop down trees now. I can burn grass. I can do anything I want to. It doesn't have to have a specific purpose. You what know, do you think, that. like, there's crafting in this game now, I think? Uh, you know, I don't know. Or, or are you kind of with me on the, like, it's the next logical step for Zelda? I guess. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I... Uh, you know, I played Warcraft for years, so I mean, you know, crafting is sort of I, a dirty. Word may, to maybe me. it's not going to be crafting at that <laughs> level, but it's you're you right, know. right. Yeah, but there's you know, like making food and things like that. I mean, I think that's well. Mm, I mean, yeah, they, like you're not gonna right you're not gonna right. walk around and find hearts anymore. <laughs> you're gonna find food, and food yeah. is gonna heal you. It's just sure. like uh, Metal Gear Solid Three Snake Eater. No? Haven't played Anybody? it, so no, no. Kojima, Kojima's God, hashtag Kojima's God. <laughs> no, but anyway, the, they made a lot of the Legend of Zelda. The, this game, like they 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 pressed how they are doing so many things different. Where they even said, like, look, Link can jump now. This is something that has never oh, been yeah, done. Yeah. So, That's true. I mean, That's I, true. Yeah, I'm. Um, I'm basically like shit talking it, but who knows? Like I don't, like you said before, like I don't, I don't have a Wii U, and I won't play this yeah. game until ten years from now when we're doing it on an RF Generation Playcast uh, community <laughs> playthrough <laughs> retro review for uh, the Wii U. <laughs> but uh, it, it's interesting to see. I, I'm more interested to see how the community uh, at large of of Zelda fans. And Nintendo fans and gamers in, in general uh, react to this game when it actually yeah, comes yeah. out. Because I've already seen some some uh, extreme love and extreme hate for. So for it's already pretty divisive. Exactly. Eh? Exactly. I haven't seen any of the hate. What, what's what's um, interesting? I mean, like I guess Rich and I know what the love is, right? Sure. But what's what's the what's the flack for this game? Well, I think I I mean. To, to be honest, I think there's a lot of like uncertainty about. Well, I don't know what are they doing with this. Like, oh, you can't. Uh, you know, they're trying to do an open world thing, but hasn't Zelda always been an open world? Like, this is kind of weird. Like, if I could put it in in a nutshell, it's quote unquote. This is kind of weird. Like, what are they trying to do? Like, yeah. I don't know. Somebody help me out here. No, no, that's. <laughs> That's fair. I think what you're saying is like, um, yeah, I, I think because Zelda is so beloved and it's sort sure. of like, I think why they're, they're maybe not on board with it is because they're like deep down, they're saying like, don't screw it up. Yeah. yeah. Let's not let this, or, or let's, let's not, not that Fallout 4 is a bad game because I'm from, you know, what I know about it, it's a great game, but let's not make Zelda like Fallout 4. I think there's, there's people that are just scared of that happening because Zelda's so beloved that you, you, there's that fear of change, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I think I think that's that's what it is. I think that's what the naysayers are. But I I think for Nintendo, I think this is with this series, this is the next logical step. Yeah. I think it's beautiful. Yeah, I think I, I think it looks great. The art style is is fantastic, mm-hmm. and, and the gameplay looks great. Uh, um, I, I even like sort of the the weapons. You're not can 
you're not confined to one weapon. You you know you have weapons that break, and you can steal and, weapons from yeah. other guys. Right, right. So that, that's kind of neat. So, but anyway, Zelda. Not Zelda. All right. How about Pokemon Sun and Moon? Any any of you guys big Pokemon fans? I can't speak to this. I'm not I'm not a fan. So uh, I'll let, I haven't I'll let played you guys a Pokemon game since the very first one, so I can't. I haven't really followed the series. I'm too old, man. I just—it's just beyond my time. I just, you know, I, I don't—I don't hate on it, but I—I I just, you know, it, it's not for me. I think the yeah. I want to Pokemon was made for Nintendo, right? Just like Zelda was made for Nintendo. People love these games so much that it's sort of like if you deviate too much from the formula, you're risking alienating your fans, and I think that's why. All the Pokemon games are so alike. Yeah. yeah. And these are. Is there anything special about Sun and Moon? I don't know. I was going to ask. Know. These are Game Freak, right? This is just uh, the next iteration in the Pokemon uh, series, correct? Uh, I Anybody? Think so, but I'm not really sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I was more. I don't know. I, I was more interested, honestly, in Pokemon Go. Then uh, now what? Sun and what's Moon. Pokemon Go all about? I, um, I understand it's like mobile or like at least on the go, right? D- well, yeah, it's a it's a mobile thing. Do you are you familiar with the geocaching? Do you guys know about that? I or know what that is? vaguely what it is. It's sort of like isn't that what the, that app Foursquare was all about? It's sort of like mm, you, you go know. somewhere, well, you, you say on your app, like yeah, I went to like this restaurant. Yeah, and, and people well. Sort of like that, but people hide treasures yeah. like out in the woods. Exactly, and oh. you, you find them. You get like coordinates, and you find them. Yeah, so I had um, a, so, some friends who did this. My wife and I were okay. were we wanted to do this, but we never did. But we had some friends who were really into it. Like you look up uh, latitude, longitude kind of uh, coordinates, and you literally mm-hmm. go and you find like a GI Joe figure and. You leave yeah, a people hide it out in the woods for the next person, yeah. and and leave a toy for them or something like, whatever you want to so, do. So it's like a scavenger hunt. Mm-hmm. You have to go yeah. there. You you have to go there yourself, and then yep. you open up your cell phone, and then there's going to be something within the app. Yep. Huh. Yes. But yes, in real like life, a Pokemon like, that you can find, and you take a picture of, and you that's how you capture it. Huh. So that, that, and, that could be cool. I mean, is like that if what it Pokemon Go sure. is? But you use your yes. 3ds yeah. to take pictures of people. As is it, is it your phone? Is it your phone or is it? I don't know if it's your phone or if it's 3ds. I was a phone. I don't know. I have in my notes mobile app. So uh, okay. you know, unless okay. I just that's cool. wrote the wrong thing down. But, but that's the thing. And, and like like you like water Pokemon are around water, and so like some of them are rarer and harder to find. So you. You know they're they're located across like different countries and things like that. So if you want to quote quote unquote catch them all, um, you have to travel to different places to do that. Which is it's an interesting premise. Hmm. I guess we come back to that you know immersion thing where it's like this is you get to like simulate that like gotta catch them all thing. Mm-hmm. You know it's like mm-hmm. just like you know in the game in the show they had to go to all corners of the world to catch these Pokemon. Yeah. You're gonna have to do it too. And I think I think it's interesting. I mean, I think you know, I mean, I don't like I said I, I don't you know I don't dig on Pokemon, but I think this is like for Nintendo. This is a great idea. I mean, this is a great way to get people to travel to you know use apps and 
um, you know, really sell something is through this. Um, I can see this series. becoming like a huge tourism oh, sure. thing for like sure. a- the Asian countries. Absolutely, and, and even for U.S. I mean, you know, you know, I mean, people in our culture they're obsessed with Pokemon. I think you know, just collecting them all and be able to have that and take that picture, you know, sort of out in the wild. They just sort of appear like through your phone. But like, I can app. see like downright travel packages be developed for this. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's it's it's, it's brilliant. I mean, it's very smart. Like, I'm I'm with you on that. Like, um, yeah. <sighs> Not something I, that I want, not something I'm going to buy into, but it, it's just brilliant, you know, for that I think I think it's a cool it. idea. It's not something yeah. that I'm going to participate in, but, Absolutely. you know, to see, I, I kind of want to see it in action now, you know? Yeah. I can respect it for what it is, you know? Yeah. That, that's, that's how I feel about that. All right. So, Mario Party Star Rush. Um, Another Mario Party game. I'm going to say the same game. thing I said about Pokemon. I haven't played a Mario Party game since the first one, and I haven't really kept up with it. So. <laughs> yeah. Same. Same. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. I mean, I I feel like that's Nintendo's bag. I mean, let's just keep using, let's just keep like throwing out our license. Let's just keep you know everything. Yeah, that we and the you know family friendly something for everybody kind of thing. Sure, absolutely. No no issue with it, but there it is another Mario Party game. Okay, uh, Ever Oasis. Mm, is this oh, the yeah, one I sort have... of like? Town yeah. building or dungeon crawly? Yeah, yeah. This so was like, a 3DS game. I, I yeah. actually put some notes yeah. next to this one because it looked kind of yeah. colorful, kind of Zelda. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um. I was. Uh, this one kind of piqued my interest. Um, yeah. For me, it was probably the most interesting game other than Zelda that they presented. Yeah, and now, what, what's like the, there's one line, point but... where the main character uses like a leaf to to float down, and I was like, "Oh man, they're just totally going for the Zelda vibe here." But like, <laughs> I was with it. Like, I liked it. Yeah, right. So I don't know. I'm I, I'm totally like I'm a big 3ds guy. So I don't know. Yeah. About, well, you just yeah. got one, so. My daughter just got one. Well, okay, so you just got quote unquote his daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's a neat game. I, I thought it, I thought it was cool. I like I like the whole premise of it, and you know, all I, I, all, know. All I remember is some sort of like town building element, and that's mm-hmm. that's not really my thing. Because isn't yeah. it like you're gonna have to go out and get stuff for your villagers, and like you, your town is centered around this oasis out in the desert, or or are you like restoring life to a world that's gone all like desert and sand? And, stuff i don't know i don't think that much was revealed oh okay maybe i'm reading too much into i don't know yeah tokyo mirage tokyo mirage what'd you guys think what was this This a fighting game no this was uh shin megami tensei mixed up with yeah (laughs) yeah it it play. it looks like more of a persona game than a fire emblem but uh, yeah and I spoke to Krabby about this today, which is funny. Uh, Crabmaster from the pl- Collector Cast, um, he said, "There's you don't have the social aspects." He actually just got it in the mail today, which is pretty interesting. Uh, so it's already out. Oh, really? Oh, okay. it came out today. today. Yeah. So it's sort of it's sort of like the soul, the whole Holy like Persona shit. vibe. Uh, oh, more like I was of, looking uh, at it online this morning. It's like yeah. still pre-order. Well, I have mine. Right Some out. people, yeah. you know, are special Mine's ahead right of the curve. Yeah. Why, why? Why are you specialer than me? <laughs> 
<laughs> but but I hear it's you know that same. It, it looks like you know the same sort of gameplay as Persona. Um, looks like the the costuming is more like a Fire it's got Emblem, more you know, of like flashy a J-pop and idol sort of thing, thing kind of going on. Sure, that's um, cool sure. to me. I mean, like it's, it looks it's like it's going to be fun and colorful. Um, I, I was kind of surprised. Yeah. I thought this might uh, be not not that well received just because it looked kind of bizarre. But I guess I don't know. Yeah. But you know, it looks cool. It's not my bag. A little too bizarre for me. But I'm, I'm going to be picking it up now that taste, I know that you know? it's actually out. I'm probably going to go probably pick one up over the weekend. Yeah, I wanted to jump on it because because um, we're you know it's a niche JRPG made by Atlas and it's kind of the it's a Wii U exclusive yeah. you know kind of towards the end of the Wii U's life cycle and they might not they might not print a lot of copies so I wanted to get one uh, while I could. Is it only gonna be is it only Wii U or is it 3DS? No, well? it's just Wii U. I think it's only Wii U. Yeah. Oh man, I'll buy it anyway. <laughs> yeah. I, Sean's getting very like background excited. Well, no, I can tell. I can I'm, hear him in the background. I'm, I looked at a trailer and I'm looking at a trailer now, and it it's only showing the battle system. And I thought like, oh, this is some weird Japanese fighting game. I don't need to look at this. Mm-hmm. But uh, I did not realize this was Shimigami Tensei Cross yeah. Fire Emblem. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which is a game that many people, including myself, are super hyped about forever, mm-hmm. and here it is finally. Uh, man, I feel so stupid. <laughs> no, I, I think I can see a lot of. Yeah, like there. I'm, I'm definitely Aww. gonna go go grab this Don't one. I mean, stupid. honestly, you know, I hate to admit I'm not gonna be able to sit down with it, you know, for a long time because I've got so much in my backlog. We're playing so much together. Yeah. I, I unfortunately don't play my Wii <laughs> but, U as uh, much as I would really like to, but. God damn. Yeah, but see, I'm buying a Wii U. <laughs> Take my money. It's a system seller. <laughs> you heard it here. That that and probably Zelda. I see those two things as um. Oh, as the FE is Fire Emblem. I get it yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm watching the trailer right now and I, oh FE. I saw that a million times. Hashtag FE and it's Fire Emblem. Yeah, yeah it doesn't mean F everything. It doesn't sound weird. All right. So, Paper Mario Color Splash. I'm cautiously optimistic. It looks a little bit too much like Sticker Star, which really wasn't great. <laughs> are, are they just running this series into the ground? That's I what mean, I was I mean, thinking. Me, yeah, yeah I, I, I like the face. First, Paper Mario. I hear the one for yeah. GameCube's great. I own it. haven't yeah. played it. But, um, Sticker Star is not, yeah. not great. It, and this, this looks a little better than Sticker Star. Uh, that's why I'm cautiously optimistic. But uh, yeah. we'll, we'll see. Yeah. Well, I, 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 they showed some battle mechanics, and I think there's some card game aspect yeah. to it. Oh, I may, geez. I might be wrong. No, you're right. Um, but it's me. sort of like you have to draw cards, and that affects <sighs> how you. Would, I don't know. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't see well, enough. The thing I but, the problem I had with Sticker Star was that your attacks were all essentially items. They were stickers you found in the environment, and those were the only attacks you had. Your attacks were all consumable items. And I think it's. A, oh no, that sounds like that sounds like a secret of everyone. A little bit. So it's not just your special attacks; it's every attack, even your physical attacks. That uh, sucks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, let, yeah, let put this one to bad, Nintendo. Really, I mean, I, I, I mean, I just, I don't know, man. I look up and down Nintendo's list of things that they're releasing. I'm like, shit! All we need's a Kirby game. One just came out. You know? Really? No, yeah. you're right. Oh, and a Metroid well, soccer game. <laughs> <laughs> Metroid soccer. Um, no, but I like. I want like a Kirby, like Back to the Roots kind of Kirby game. Ugh, I don't know, man. 
that's that's my only complaint about Nintendo. I, I see all these other people like uh, all these other developers doing like fresh things and that that excite me. I mean, that was the, the thing about this E3 that really got me pumped about. It. There's such like fresh ideas and search new things. And I look at Nintendo, I'm like, yep, same old licenses, just changing them around a bit, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, th- there's a few things. I mean, Ever Oasis, Tokyo Mirage is, is it, it's different from what Nintendo's done, you know. But those I mean, are like yeah, those are third-party developers. They're not Nintendo-owned right. mm-hmm. developers sure. that are doing the interesting yeah. things. Right. Aside exactly. from Zelda and depending on, you know, what your sort of interests are, the Pokemon games. Yep. And speaking of rehashing, there's Dragon Quest VII Remaster for 3DS. Yeah. Have any of you played? Wait, is, is this game still super expensive? I don't think it's that expensive. DQ7, the PS1? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's not it's like, too bad. It's like yeah, 40 or $50 complete. Have any of you played it? Still oh, so something. I'm looking for it. I do not I do not have that in my collection, but it, that is one of like like three yeah. or four PS1 games okay. that I'm so I always for. remember it trending in like the six no sorry like 70 to 100 range yeah. so it must has it dropped I don't think it's I not, don't remember I I don't ca- I've had a copy for a while been that so much I kept up with the price on it but uh I think it's a higher price game I think you're right yeah it's a little bit sought after but I mean again like Rich was saying like with rehashing the the Dragon Quest games like all of them have been on uh, Nintendo DS, like, um, so DQ7. I, I don't know the uh, pedigree of this game, but I can't complain that it's coming out on 3DS, you know? Like, no, no, I, no. I love the idea of like an RPG on a handheld system, like an RPG on the go. That's that's awesome. Yeah, and I haven't um, played them, but like, I've heard that some of the, the Dragon Quest remasters for the, the original DS, like, uh, uh, four, five, oh, and six. Man. I'm gonna four, five, and six, and then nine. Right, were some of the like best DQ games out there and the best RPGs out there. Like as far as traditional turn-based, turn-based RPGs. Like so, uh, with that in mind, like why not DQ seven on 3DS? Like go yeah. for it. Yeah. My 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 two cents is is if this is a cost if cost efficient alternative. I'm down, you know. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point, and you know, I'm I'm sure there's there's fans out there that are gonna love it. Um, I I just don't see it appealing to the um, broader audience, you know. But you know, you know, it's it, it's still cool that it's out in Japan. I think it's well. going for like the nostalgia yeah, oh, crowd. Absolutely. What's that? Yeah. In Japan, it will. Oh, it, for sure. But absolutely. it's going for the nostalgia crowd and those who probably can't afford and or find the. PS1 release. All right, Monster Hunter Generations. Any Monster Hunter I've fans never played out there? Monster Hunter. No, I haven't. I own few several of the games. Yeah, same. I was just gonna say same thing, Rich. <laughs> I, have I hear they're few, good. Yeah. Curious to try them, but it's not that high on my list. Yeah. Okay. All right, let's move on then. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I hate to it. do that. I mean, no, but I mean, yeah, if, I, I don't know, you know what to say about it. We just yeah, we're not bashing. We're, you know, anyone that's listening, we're not bashing the game. It's just that, you know, we we don't have the background to speak about that yeah. game. You know? Yeah, and, there's four you know, people. It, it is what here. it is. If you love that game, congratulations, you're getting a new one. Um, all right, so severed. Interesting. Yeah, this yes. is. I thought cool. this was a Vita exclusive, and now it's on okay. Wii U. 
Yeah, it's by the same creators of Guacamelee, which mm-hmm. was a really highly when I was touted it, game. I, I thought it had um, a Vita vibe to it, so okay, that makes sense. Yeah, you know what it reminds me of the artwork in Samurai Jack. Did you guys ever watch oh, that cartoon? Oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It's cool. I I still figured out what the hell the plot is. There's something with a severed arm, but I don't know like. Well, really from what I what hear, it's like is. Fruit Ninja with a storyline. Oh shit! Don't say that. <laughs> I, I could be totally wrong, and I, I hope I'm wrong. But it, it does kind of look like that, though. It does look like you're going to be using the stylus a lot to like slash and cut and do that yeah. sort of thing. So it looks very, looks very interactive. But I, I do like really dig on the artwork of that game. Mm-hmm. It looks nice. All right. So uh, Yokai Watch Two. Does anybody know anything about Yokai? Because my kids are friggin' obsessed. I, I dismissed with it the original right Yokai Watch because I thought it was just going to be a crummy Pokemon clone, but I, uh, it kind of, it kind of is, I think, is. but I watched, I watched some gameplay like, last night or the night before, and I thought it looked kind of interesting, so I'm a little intrigued by the series now. See, I always it's thought the, it would be like, instead of you, like, throw Pokeballs, you absorb these monsters into your watch. That was your Yokai right. watch. Uh, you yeah. don't really absorb them. You sort of befriend them. And I'm sorry, guy, I know too much about this. No, this is the does. only game that I've ever. This is yeah. This <laughs> is a game I've bought new. This most recent game I've bought new. I bought it for my daughter when I bought her 3ds. She likes Yokai watch. My kids watch it in the morning. Every morning, my kids watch. It. It's Garbage Pail Kids meets Pokemon. I mean, okay. it's like. Um, <laughs> it, no, I'm serious. This is what it is. It's like. It's like. Why do you like, like, there's like a yokai, these are these like, you, you know, Japanese are, um, they're sort of obsessed with like spirits and things and why why you do things, but like, there's like a yokai, sort of like this being or the spirit, like, like, why do you fart like in a crowd of people? Like, what makes you do that? It, oh, it's, it's a spirit that makes you do that, so I have to catch the spirit. Yeah. No, seriously, that's what no, it is, guys. You, I mean, I'm not, I'm not exaggerating this. I mean, it's, I hate. Uh, you, you, I, I know I'm constantly, and at least in this discussion, I'm referencing other podcasts, other YouTube channels, other everything else. But I used to listen to the Eight Four Play uh, podcast, which Eight Four is the com- they um, translate. They're they're a translation company in Japan that they translate mm-hmm. uh, a bunch of games. They did Fire Emblem mm-hmm. and. Uh, oh damn it a bunch of other ones I can't pinpoint right now but like one of the hosts of that podcast and because they had a podcast was talking about Yokai Watch and it is the thing in Japan it's like as hot as Pokemon was in Japan Yokai Watch is the new thing in Japan and it is and he was saying his kids could not get enough of it and like they would go to these special stores to get a special toy like they would wait in line yeah. for hours to get yokai watch but yet yep. here like like rich you're saying your kids are into it like i talk to love it like like f- friends that i know and and people that are into gaming and i i even joke with a kid that i work with who works at gamestop and i say like oh can you get me yokai watch and he was like no dude nobody wants that game like <laughs> oh no, man! It, it's I mean it's catching on over here. I mean Adam, you know Bickman Two K uh, on the website. His kids love it too. I mean, like we we were texting the other day, and he showed me like this picture of this beach towel. It's like this yokai beach towel. Dude, his kids I love it get too, man. It. Like that seems it's like catching it's my on. Kind of thing. I, I didn't like Pokemon, but I like like sort of the. It, it's interesting because there's like a like a, a like a very crude like humor side to it. 
Okay. Like, and it's well, it, like a dark it, humor. It's somewhat interesting, right? Like, yeah, 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 a little bit. Yeah, and it's it, yeah, yeah. It's it's a, it's a lot more interesting. I mean, and you're talking to someone that just like I. I I, I care nothing for Pokemon, but this is it, it has sort of an interesting element as far as like there's these spirits that like make us do the things we do. You know, it has that little like catch to it, whereas Pokemon are just cute animals that you catch with a ball. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there's 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 sort of like a little bit of a backstory that makes it a little more interesting. So anyway, so do you, like do you have to catch as many as you can, train them up, and then go fight other yokai? I don't I don't think there, I don't think there's any training, but you can like use like. They they give you these discs that you can use to summon them to put it in your oh. watch to summon them to help you with other problems that you might have with other. And like, yokai. do you have to go fight the yokai watch version of the elite four and become the yokai master? I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know. That's that's past me. Anyway, en- enough of my uh, recent love for yokai, but it, it you know. No, it's cool. Yeah. Like so, I'm like. With it. Give me if if somebody's excited I'm, I'm for down. something, I'm not gonna I'm, I'm put them down. down for it. You know that's cool. I'm, I'm almost forty and I'm down. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> down with the yokai. <laughs> All right, Runbow Pocket. What you guys think about this one? Did you did you check it out? Anyone check it out? Is that the me? sort of like platformer racing oh, with the yeah. colors? Oh yeah, well, yeah. That was oh, like right, a platforming yeah. Ikaruga kind of. It was an Ikaruga platformer, basically. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah somewhat. Basically. I mean, yeah, it's, it's yeah, like certain it's things color are variations. You use colors right. as well as platforms. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Seemed interesting. Cool idea. That's pretty cool. The the next thing is super exciting <laughs> for me. Axiom Verge. Yeah. Do we? Yeah. I might. I think I might buy it again. Now wait, is it exciting because it's coming to Wii U for you? I mean, why is that exciting? Um, I don't know. Maybe because it's so Metroidy. That like it feels like it should be on Nintendo. You love it though, but it's 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 it's, it's Metroid, but it's an easier Metroid. Isn't right, it? it is easier Metroid, mm-hmm. and I think what's so cool about specifically Axiom Verge and a lot of these like retro throwback games is they look and play like how we remember these old games to look and play. Yeah, you know, like if you look at the original Metroid, like the background mm-hmm. was black, the music was. I, I, some people say the music is awesome, but you know the music oh, was very awesome. sparse. You know, like there wasn't that on, much on there. On purpose, on purpose though. It's True. Realistic on purpose. But uh, yeah, I mean, like you know, the 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 technological limitations of the time were definitely noticeable, right? Yeah. Can um, I tell a funny story real quick? Yeah. About go ahead. Axiom Verge. So I downloaded Axiom Verge on my PS3. Really. Yes, I did. Oh, you didn't tell me. Not realizing at the time that I could only play it on hmm. a Vita. And I don't have a Vita. <laughs> Wait, so you downloaded it on PS3 and it gave you a I did. Vita version? I did. I had no idea. Like when I downloaded it, I could not. So I paid for. Yeah, there's not a PS3 oh, version. Okay. Oh, really? Moral no. of the story, you need to get a Vita, Rich. <laughs> I, I am actively seeking one. So Cool. Yeah. Uh, I would like to own one at some point. Yeah. I, I think it's, you know, a cool, like, throwback to that, you know, yeah. style. Um,. It's the kind of game I would love. I, I know I would. And it's cool to know it's coming to different platforms, but that's that's pretty much it. I mean, it's it's a game that's been out for a while. People know about yeah, it. Yeah, people know about it. I mean, yeah. it's it's cool Just that it's going to be on the Nintendo platform. Um, yeah. yeah, it's kind of like an easier version of Metroid, but it does have its really challenging moments. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just kind of like, you know, it takes you back to when, you know, like it was fun to discover a new thing in a game, and it wasn't like, 
look over there. There's there's going to be something over there. And I was like, you actually found it all by yourself. Yeah, and it's cool that it's coming back to the system that pretty much bred it, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah. That's why I mean, I'm that, excited that's for it. A, that's the like, cool thing about that. Yeah. Yeah, coming to Wii U. All right. So, Jotun Valhalla Edition. What did you guys think about this? Um, it was a 2015 indie that's now coming to uh, Nintendo. Another indie, successful indie game. I think, isn't it sort of like, you know, almost like Shadow of the Colossus, a little guy taking on big bosses? I don't know. I, I, I didn't think there was enough revealed about this game for me to know what it was about. But Well, I um, guess I didn't reveal much because it's already been out for like a year or two years. Mm, probably so. Uh, started like off on North Steam Mis- only is, or you yeah, know, like North, PC only. Norse mythology, which is nice. Yeah, and like I'm going to assume it's sort of like... You know, take the the idea of Shadow of the Colossus, where you're like you got to find the giant enemy's weak spot, blend in some Norse mythology. Sounds cool. Yep, beautiful too. Yeah, pretty game. All right, so uh, Rhythm Heaven Mega Mix. Anybody ever played any of the Rhythm Heaven games? You guys enjoy these type uh, of games? I have, and they're pretty good, Rich. And mm-hmm. you should play them on your yeah. DS. But I'm not, yeah, I'm not. I'm not knocking it at all. Oh, I mean, okay. I, I know I say that very lightheartedly, and I apologize for that. But um, it, it seems like something that would be, you know, kind of fun. I, I, my brother and I, growing up, love Parappa the Rapper. Yeah, love that game. You know, and that's, oh, that's sort of one of the first rhythm sort of base games. And so I think it, I think it'd be cool. Look Is there any connection to Parappa the Rapper other than it's a rhythm game? It's not no, like same no. developer or anything. No, no, I think it's made no, by the no, same no, people okay. who made the of. WarioWare games. At least it had that had that aesthetic to it. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Could be cool. Yeah, yeah. I think it looks neat. I mean, you know, I, I watched a presser on it, and uh, you know, or, or like sort of an interview on it. It looked neat. I mean, it's it's, it's pretty cool. You know, something I could definitely dig and get into. Right? How about Box Box Boy? The uh, sequel to Box, Box Boy. Is anybody interested in this game? <laughs> uh, I really wanted to play Box yeah. Boy. Um, cool, I man. like how Very it's kind of got that puzzle platformer thing going yeah. on where you're yeah. a little box and you can make other little boxes pop out of your body and you use that to yeah. traverse the level and get from yeah. from one side of the screen to the other. Yeah. It looks very like uh, uh, Game Boy-ish. Yeah, almost. yeah. See, I like that. I like that. You know, it's got that going on for it, and I like that mm-hmm. it can be something that I can pick up, play for twenty minutes, and you know, if something else catches my eye, I can go to that. You know, it's. I'm not going to get super, you know, engrossed in it. If I just want to play for a little bit, I can put it down and do something else. Cool, cool. All right. Well, that sort of wraps up Nintendo, and, and like we said, I mean, the only uh, their E3, their Nintendo Treehouse. Was two game well, well three games I guess total when but you know Zelda and then Pokemon Sun and Moon so um, you know you know, there were some trailers released before that I don't know what, what final thoughts on Nintendo what do you like what are you most excited about um, you know anything you want to say about Nintendo what do you think about the presentation No I just I like I was, I was gonna say go ahead oh, go ahead. No, oh, okay. No, no, I was going to say, if when somebody talks about Nintendo at E3, you're almost, in a way, talking about the fate of Nintendo. Um, you know, like, the That's fact that point. they're doing everything so differently, like, they're not doing a conventional 
uh, you know, get up on stage and, and talk and say, like, this is what we have lined up for you. Um, I think some people say Nintendo's lost touch with what, you know, the fans want or what the gamers want. or. Um, but I always, I've always seen Nintendo as a company that just kind of does their own thing, and those who are loyal to them stay with them. Yeah. Um, and I agree with that, too, but at some point... I feel like we need to know that Nintendo has a pulse, you know. Right, and I think and then the, that E3 is the perfect venue to show that you have a pulse. Speaking mm-hmm. of which, can you're we gonna, can we yeah. talk about the elephant in the room? What the hell is the is the NX? Like they correct me if I'm wrong. I I may be totally blind and stupid about this, but they did not reveal anything about the NX. Am I correct? No, it was no, not there at all. Right. They, so what the hell? They, they is said that, that it's. It's going to be a console coming out in the next year or two, probably next year, 2017. Uh, but they didn't show it. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, I'm going to assume that anything that's going to be on Wii U from this point on will also be NX. That's fair. You're probably yeah, right. Zelda's supposed to be on the NX. Yeah. yeah. Right. Already taking Which, pre-orders. Are they? <laughs> yes. <laughs> really? Wow. Huh. Everybody's um, moving on, man. It's it's like you just, I don't know. Well, they, they it, still it feels kinda, like it's not time to move on, but you know, people have to like create this excitement. And yeah, I feel but like see, like Nintendo can't get left behind. Like, you know, ever since we, I guess they've always sort of been seen as like, oh, they're still doing like the last gen thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like their graphics aren't up to par with you know the current gen of consoles. Um, you know, they haven't like adopted like. Blu-ray or digital only, you know. Um, that's why I've always seen them as like they're the guys who are just doing their own thing, and you know, if you're on board with that, awesome. And if if not, that's cool too. Yeah. I think we can go through Bethesda really quickly, which was chronologically the first that came on. For, sure. the, for the E3 conference. Yeah, and I didn't watch. I haven't seen any of this because this is all stuff that I have seen before. I recognize it's either sequels <laughs> or add-ons to games that I already know mm-hmm. exist, so I didn't even bother. <laughs> well, Quick <laughs> Champions Dude, was exciting. You're totally for, preaching to the choir with that. <laughs> right. I'm sure Quick <laughs> Champions was exciting for anyone who's a Quake fan. Uh, Elder Scrolls Legends is like, okay, let's do Hearthstone, but Elder Scrolls. Right. Fallout 4 add-ons, just like here's some more DLC you can download. Uh, you have here on the on the notes Elder Scroll 5 Skyrim question mark. I think it's just an Elder Scroll uh, Skyrim, you know, HD remaster. Uh, HD for, remaster for you know, yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, Prey yeah. looked really cool. I like this one. Uh, I like how it's kind of got that like Groundhog Day kind of. <laughs> oh, that's exactly what I've written down. Right? <laughs> Futuristic Groundhog Day. Was um, it, now, wasn't there another game? Is this a remake? There Was there another game named yeah. Prey? I yeah, think there was. was. an old uh, 360 launch title. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it got canceled or it was a flop? No, or something? it came out. No, oh. it came out. Yeah. yeah. So is this a remake, a reboot? I mean, I'm not sure. I don't know. I think it's a sequel. Yeah, because they were working on a Prey oh, 2. Okay. And I don't know if this is what. I, rem- I remember. I vaguely remember hearing about Prey 2. That name sounds familiar. But I mean, this sounds like they're. That's the whole thing, like, you know, God of War. It's not God of War, you know, like, 5 or whatever. It's just, like, right. let's take it in a new direction, you know? 
right. let's take prey in a new direction. That, that seems to be the thing for, you know, this um, generation of gaming. So let's not necessarily do sequels. Let's just see if we can turn this thing around. Yeah. Well, Doom, right. if someone's excited for Doom, that's cool. Hey, I, I just... Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, it's... Yeah, I just finished playing through Doom, and that game is pretty much as awesome as everybody says it is. Uh, I'm not interested yeah, in... I'm, yeah, I'm sure yeah, it is. I'll put a good video DLC up on the site for that. Talking about here, but uh, the game itself is awesome. Cool. Um, yeah. Elder Scrolls cool. Online, not my thing, but Dark Brotherhood looked cool. Hmm. Elder Scrolls Legends card game was announced. Yet yeah. another card game. I, yeah, no interest in that, but I mean... For fans of Elder Scrolls, I can see how they would like that. Fallout 4 add-ons. Mm-hmm. Um, Fallout Sky- 4 on, on VR, Bethesda VR. I think yeah. that's that's a, like a match made in heaven. Mm-hmm. Sure. That could uh, be really cool. Um, yeah. See, I wonder why they're doing Doom VR, because that would probably be really scary. Doom is already really fast-paced, and I don't know how they're <laughs> going to do that. Yeah, that would VR. make me, like, even me The first time I played up, the new I Doom, yeah. I was, I was kind of put off by just how fast it is. But you, you get used to it. But yeah, if you're doing it in VR, yeah. it would probably be uh, very disorienting. Well, Remind yeah. you of anything, Steven? Little uh, Space Marines, 40K? Uh, <laughs> what? I mean, I know what you're getting at. Well, I mean, I there's the same at, system, right? I mean, the recharge and the uh... do marine. I, mean, I know that's what you're getting at, but yeah, spice marine. Uh, I, I didn't uh, get much of a space marine vibe from the game. Oh, this is similar. I mean, that's how you get more energy. It's how you upgrade your weapons. The what did they say? Really? Uh, well, not no, to uh, fast forward, game. but what did they say about the sounder too? Did anybody here play Dishonored 1? No. I, I really want to play it. it. That game was really good. I want to play really it. It was really good. I, I, yeah, I want to play it. should do it. All right, community yeah. playthrough, 2016. Um, no, yeah. neat. I mean, there were two characters you could choose to play through instead of one. And it's like a, a direct a female continuation. A male. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, again, female playable character. Take my yeah. money. <laughs> well, they they announced it last year. Yeah, this I know. was just uh, more of a yeah. gameplay Thing. Well, I, I, I got I, excited when I saw like the trailer or whatever for it last year, but like that's what made E3 2016 so exciting for me is like everything that kind of got like teased last year, I'm finally seeing it in motion. Right. Yeah. I guess. I mean, hey, I don't for, know. I mean, I, I'm, rich, I'm looking like, at Bethesda, and I'm and I'm I'm seeing like, I mean, and, and it's because Bethesda had such an amazing amazing E3 last year. Let's face it. I mean, they may have won E3 last year, right? Yeah. Well, you know, Fallout and I, I think Bethesda, they're, they're really good at doing like the false limited thing, you know, like, you know, everybody's yeah. got to go jump on and, and, you know, order Dishonored 2 pre-order to get the statues and all this stuff. And it's going to well, be this, super rare. This was sort of just for them it's sort of a pump up year, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like, here's some new stuff that we've done. This was more like a, just pump up a year, you know. Let's let's show this, let's show that. You know, here's where we're at on this. Here's where we're at on that. There wasn't a lot of new content or, or new games that they were that they yeah. announced. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I think like like Sony, they're just trying to get people letdown. pumped about stuff. Yeah, it's, it's a bit of a letdown. Last year was so big for Bethesda. It was huge. You know, so. But you see, like last know. year, they had so many big things coming out, right? They had Doom. They had um, sure. Fallout Four. Absolutely. 
this year, like the big stuff is already out, and they're just sort of tacking on to those big yeah. titles. It's the year of the add-on. Really the, is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's the year of the add-on or the you know gameplay trailer. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it it was not an exciting E3 for them, and that mm-hmm. was. You know, for a company that typically is very exciting, I felt a little let down by them this year. Just to be honest, yeah, I would that's like fair. But new. I think, yeah, if you had played Dishonored one, you might be a little bit excited about Dishonored two. Well, I haven't, I haven't played the first one, and I'm excited. Year. Okay, I'm not like there. You go. You know, I'm not like take my money excited, but I'm still like, you know. Yeah, no, the first game is really good. Like. um I played it a while ago. Well, not when it first came out, but a little bit after yeah. when it first came out. I, um, I like that it's kind of going to be steampunky. Um, you know, it's going to be brighter. I think everybody's saying, "Look, look how bright and you know, yeah, interesting the worlds look compared to the first game." Mm-hmm. I mean, I have nothing against dark environments, but it's you know, it's refreshing to see a brighter world. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of done with Bethesda, with the Bethesda presser. Yeah, I played Quake Two when it came out, and I, I love Quake Two. But Quake Champions, just if, uh, that sort yeah, of if, arena environment, just doesn't Champions, appeal to me. It's designed you know, for esports. I think it'll be interesting. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed Quake Four. Um, mm-hmm. Is that game had a single player mm-hmm. campaign? But uh, I'm yeah, not, from what I could see, this one maybe doesn't. But maybe maybe it'll have something. Yeah. I, I think they're gearing the it towards PC. the esports oh, crowd. Yeah. Well, I think that's what a lot of people are trying to appeal to now. Maybe. Good point. Mm-hmm. Speaking All of right. which. Let's move on. Ubi, right? <laughs> no. Ubi. <laughs> Ubi? What? No. Repeat after me. <laughs> Ubisoft. No, you be soft. Ah. <laughs> no, no, you be soft. <laughs> Floyd said he'd be soft. <laughs> oh, my God. This is one that I'm going to have. Uh, let me check here. Uh, oh, I, I zero have to sort of make an amendment to something this. I said earlier. Right, Ghost Recon Wildlands is what I confused with. Um, Tom Clancy oh, okay. in yeah. the Microsoft presser. Oh yeah, yeah. No, that's no, the one no. where you're like these like super soldiers, and you got to go infiltrate this like drug lord yeah. dude. All right. Yeah, it, it, and I'll just mention we'll move to Ghost Recon Wildlands, but I'll just mention that there was a Just Dance 2017 thing that they did during the presser. Yeah, um, I, I know. I know. I said I don't like the motion lame, controls, but I'm looking whatever. You know, I think I only watch Ubisoft the Ghost yeah. Dance conference or, I'm, I'm, or just I'm, dance. Did I say Ghost Dance? Yeah, I'm, I was joking. <laughs> I, I I think I'm going to have to admit that I think I only watch Ubisoft's conferences <laughs> for Aisha Tyler. <laughs> she's pretty cool. Yeah, she's she's easy on the eyes. Yeah, yeah, not bad, not bad. Hmm. She she does a lot of tabletop with Will Wheaton too, so she's she's got her finger on the uh, the the button. Yeah, no, yeah. that's cool, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, just dance. I mean, you know, just sort of. Uh, uh, I don't, it's I don't the next know. just dance. What can you say? Yeah. What What do you say? People dance around the stage. Aisha Tyler coming on, uh, speaking a little bit about the uh, Orlando incident, mm-hmm. and then moving on to Ghost Recon Wildlands, which um, 
as I as I say with these these type of third person shooters, I'm not typically a big fan, but I I did like the the concept of this game. This is the um, one that felt yeah. super scripted to me, like the the dialogue oh, really? between the 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 quote you know four player multiplayer thing going on. Mm-hmm. It felt mm-hmm. not real to me. Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Look, looked kind of cool, but I don't know. I haven't really played a lot of these Ghost Recon games. I remember playing the very first one, like I'm back on the Xbox. Um, yeah, I like the sort of the cocaine oh, trade, the um, cartel storyline. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I do. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I thought I thought the storyline was pretty decent on it, but you know, I don't know. I, I'm I'm not much of a fan of the gameplay of this type of game, but. Yeah, it, it, more more kind of stealthy, uh, you know, invasion type games. Yeah. Like well, that was just that well, one level. I mean, we don't know what the games are. we don't know they're, what the they're whole tactical, thing's going to be. Not really run and gun first person shooters like a Call of Duty or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right. So. Well, the next game that was announced was South Park: The Fractured Butthole. <laughs> this game, I, 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 I'm I waiting still to say that. Uh, played the stick of truth and i really want to and watching oh, watching it, it made me, me want to too play i want to so play it so bad i own it, it like, yeah, that should be that. a playthrough there's no doubt that, that should yeah we've picked it around a little bit do, oh, no we, we got it do you guys know um is obsidian uh developing the fractured butthole <laughs> so it sounds it feels so silly to say it <laughs> But um, I know Obsidian did the Stick of Truth. Are, are they? Did doing they the actually set? do? St- were or were they? What happened to Obsidian? Didn't they go under? No, they're still around, right? Oh. Oh, oh my I, God! I, once again, I think I think Let me Stick Google of Truth it on got my p- Chromebook. Hold on one second. Ooh, just a little product Google placement here. Why not? Because <laughs> uh, I think. Uh, South Park was, you know, supposed to be uh, upsetting, and everyone was super excited. It's gonna be like, oh, it's like a, you know, classic RPG style with the South Park uh, franchise, and then Ubisoft picked it up because um, Obsidian had that financial crisis or whatever. Mm. Um, and this is gonna be, I think, gameplay-wise, still RPG-ish, but kind of like. Fire Emblem. We're gonna have to move your guys on the uh, like on the screen. Uh, I think nice. it's gonna be kind of tactical. What? Because yeah, you can get behind enemies. Yeah, no, I. It's it's moving away from like I think we're uh, not Paper um, Mario. Uh, Mario RPG. Like in Stick of Truth. I think you're when you get into a battle, your characters are in like a static position. They don't they don't move. I think yeah. In this one, you can sort of move around in the combat environment. Um, almost like an action RPG. Um, at least that's, I think that's the way I saw it. Well, uh, I, I remember it looking at like at least it had some sort of grid type movement system. Okay. Hmm. Um, and you you had ranged attacks. You had those were your farts. Um, <laughs> it's so well, at South Park, if there's going to be no fart jokes, it's no South Park. So j- let me just jump in. I'm sorry. Let me just jump in here. The fractured butt. <laughs> Whole is uh, <laughs> developed by Ubisoft San Francisco, so not Obsidi- Obsidian. Mm-hmm. Um, Obsidian, as far as I can tell, is still in business, but they're not making this game. So okay, that's all. That's what I can tell you. Okay, um, 
but yeah, you know, they're saying like you can push enemies back, enemies can push you, you have ranged attacks, you have close range attacks, uh, you can use cover, and you know, that's why I'm thinking it's kind of going to be like Fire Emblem-ish with, you know, South Park crude humor, which could be pretty cool. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, uh, yeah I, I, I think really it looks like neat. It. it does look neat. Uh, I, I, really, I really like the presser. Mm-hmm. I, I really like, you know... Uh, those guys coming out it, it, it was a really good presser i think mm-hmm. and you know good time because i feel like they kind of saved like ubisoft's presser <laughs> i'm sorry ubisoft's presser thank you Rich. <laughs> at, at that point by by coming out because i, I think it, it looks like it looks like a fun game i mean of course the typical south park potty humor but it, it's interesting enough and it has a really great plot line and it, it's it's gonna be a fun game we will no have to do Stick of Truth as a playthrough sometime. I, I think we should. I, I I'm down, honestly. I don't own it yeah, yet, yeah, but I, I would grab a copy. If you pre-order the, I own it. the Fractured it. Butthole, you, you get a free copy. <laughs> <laughs> of the Stick of Truth. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Mom, can you uh, pre-order a Fractured Butthole? All right. <laughs> So the division, underground expansion again. The divided we did, but Ubisoft did it too. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just skip it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How about Eagle Flight VR? <laughs> I. What you guys think about Eagle so, Flight VR? I don't know what this is. It's capture the flag in VR. <laughs> capture the flag with birds that, you, you're, that you're like, like have projectile shooters, which I don't understand. But like they the, do. Like this, I think this level that they demoed took place in like Paris, Paris, France, and is, yeah. nature has reclaimed most of the world, and it's like colorful and kind of you know very pastel looking, and you're just a bunch of eagles, and you're playing capture the flag, except you're not capturing. Your flag. You're teams. Cap- you're capturing yeah. an egg. It's like bring this egg back to your nest, and yeah, if you've if you've ever played capture the flag, you know what to expect. <laughs> Lame. All right. Yeah. It, it was it was pretty lame. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I I couldn't get excited. I I I, I kind of zoned eagles. out for that one. It was yeah. not my thing. And uh, I don't think I could get very excited for the next either. Star Trek Bridge Crew. Is another yes. VR thing, or is I this, can see um, this being a big yep. hit at Star Trek yes, conventions? It is. But uh, but uh, it's absolutely not wasn't there. I agree. <sighs> that, that's how I feel. That's exactly how I feel about. It. I mean, you know. Kudos this could, this to could all be the a Star great Trek fans. Game. This is what you've always wanted to be mm-hmm. a part of the bridge on the Star Trek Enterprise and make decisions and work as a group to do this. But for the rest of us, it's you know, wasn't there fairly an NES uninteresting game? game. Like this? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. A VR Star Trek game? I don't, game know. I don't know. No, yeah. no, Rich, wasn't there a NES game where you? R- Play. Control the bridge. You there's there's two the Star Trek games. There's New Generation and there's there's a, I think 25th anniversary of uh, Star Trek. I'm not sure which it is. I, I own both, but I haven't played either. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm I'm just not a Star Trek fan. I mean, it, you know, and that's just me being honest. I mean, this is you know for for Star Trek fans, this is probably for some of them, this is like a wet dream come true. Yeah. That's what I was um, gonna say. I'm sure this is yeah. gonna be a hit at Star Trek conventions, which which um, Stephen already said, and like I think it could be a cool mm-hmm. party game. Sure. 
um, but yeah. not my not wasn't made for me. Like yeah. I, I like Star Trek's pretty cool. I like it's yeah. not my favorite sci-fi series, but you know, I'll watch it if it's on. Yeah, episodes. yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah um, absolutely. Anyway, yeah. uh, do you want to go on to For Honor? Sure. We can. Which was another thing that was just a, a, a trailer last year, and now we got gameplay. I'm watching it right now, and it looks like a Dragon Age wannabe. Kind of. It's like um, samurais fighting Vikings fighting medieval yeah. soldiers. It, it's, it's a mishmash of cultures fighting against each other, and I can't really figure out what the premise of this entire uh, game is. War for the sake of war combat. I don't know. Yeah. It looked kind of... It, it doesn't. Just it, like the United States <laughs> like it uh, could be fun, <laughs> but I don't know. <laughs> is, it, is it okay for you guys to say that? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Isn't, you know, Big Brother watching? <laughs> Not in te- it, It's okay if you live in Texas. <laughs> oh, okay. 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 <laughs> He's safe. I, I don't, I don't uh. know how things work in Texas, but I know, like... You know, sometimes you got to be careful what you say. You know, if it's on like yeah. on the internet or on the phone or whatever. I, I don't know, man. This game just did nothing for me. I, I I didn't understand the premise of it. It's like, you know, you're in the midst of a battle. You you fight. You move on to the next person to fight. You fight them. You move on to the next person. I I don't know. I, it's probably it's probably Dragon Age meets um, Dynasty Warriors. Yeah. I, yeah, I did. I didn't Boy, see the that, catch. That, that's. I think you're right on the money there. That's what I'm seeing cool. right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there was no catch for me. You know, not nothing that, no hook, if you will, for that game. But, you know, there's probably some people out there excited about it, which is that's fine. Great. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Absolutely. The next one. It floats what your butt. Grow, Grow up. up. Hmm. Grow up, Rich. <laughs> Never played Grow Home, so Never. I don't know. You play as a sort of like little red robot, and you throw seeds around. Hmm. I don't know. There's not there's not a lot from the trailer that you can pick up on. I feel like this was again one of those games that was just very vague in in what it was, and I don't know. It, see, it didn't see things me. like um, I'm I don't know about the Star Trek game, but like For Honor, Grow Up. Uh, Trials of the Blood Dragon, which is well, we'll get into <laughs> hey. that in a sec. Uh, Steep, all those sound like a bunch of Ubisoft guys were sort of like hanging out, and they're like, "Wouldn't it be cool if we did this?" And they started like working on it on their spare time, and then they pitched it to their bosses. That's what it sounds like to me. Uh, I, I, there's just yeah. I mean, it's nothing very there's, exciting. I, yeah, I, I see what you're saying, Floyd, but I think there's more at stake than that. Like, they're not just pulling this sh- out of their asses and, you know, saying like, oh, here's a game. Here's uh, floating tacos. Well, like, I, I, I'm Yeah, <laughs> but like, I mean, Ubisoft, I mean, I, well, I guess because they're such a huge company, they can allocate, you know, 10 people to go make grow up right and, and then call it quote-unquote indie exactly yeah right no yeah, yeah there's a point to that they did it with child of light so why not yeah yeah and and child of light was like oh man like some guy in ubisoft montreal was like i love those old jrpgs wouldn't it be cool if we made a you know our, our like our own interpretation of the jrpg it's sort of like 
indie, but it's not indie, and uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's, I don't know, I, I, I feel like a lot of what Ubisoft was presenting was almost seeing like a lot of unfinished stuff that we were supposed to get excited about, but there wasn't enough meat to get excited about it, you know? That's fair, yeah. Yeah, I, it, Trials of Blood Dragon, I mean, I thought that was, that was one of the cooler things. That was one of the cooler things. <laughs> it was like... What I can't remember. What was the, the the little like the kung fu like YouTube sensation? Kung, that kung came Fury. Out kung Fury. It was like robot chicken meets Kung Fury. Well, I think that's that's what it was supposed to be all about. Yeah, because right? yeah. it took I mean, like Blood more, Dragon, which was supposed to be like super eighties and neon and like synthy, yeah. like synth pop, and then like they they got the guy who made Trials, which was that like dirt bike game where you have to you know not crash. And then they like they combine you know like okay you're gonna do like dirt biking but you're also gonna shoot neon bullets and stuff, yeah, which looked yeah. fun you know it's gonna yeah. be like a cool time waster. Is is someone strumming my guitar right now? What? <laughs> <laughs> did you mention that you heard a guitar? Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what uh, you're talking about, sir. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, Trials of Blood Dragon. It, it seemed interesting. I, I think it's a it's a pretty cool game. You know, one of the you know few games that Ubisoft you know uh, presented that I could I could maybe get into. See, that's sort of what I mean. Like it was like a side project idea that like you know some like manager caught wind of it and like, hey, let's make a thing out of this thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Kung Fury, yeah, I think with the the craze of that, you know, Good trying to do something thing, right? like very bizarre and sort of odd was, uh, you know, the next step. So yeah, they made a game out of it, which yeah, looks looks neat, looks yeah. pretty neat. Could be interesting. Who knows? Assassin's Creed movie. Who's purchasing a pre-sale ticket to go see that? <laughs> Who's on uh, Fandango to get a ticket to that movie? Anyone? Do you guys even play the Assassin's Creed games? You ever played them? I've played one, two, and Brotherhood. Okay. I didn't play... That's three more than I've played. I didn't play Revelations. I didn't play three. I didn't play four. I didn't play Unity. I didn't play Rogue. And it's like... I played two and Brotherhood, and I thought they were really good. And then I tried to... Yeah, two I and Brotherhood are really good. And it wasn't working for me, so I haven't really played one since. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm. I'm not knocking. I'm actually just asking if it's some if it's a series that I should probably purchase or look in, look into getting something I would enjoy. Two and Brotherhood are really cool. If you okay, can cool. find them, you know, pick them up. They're they're kind of fun. Okay, how about the movie? What do you guys think about the movie that was announced? Well, they have some heavyweight names behind it, but you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'll say it's it's probably going to do better than the uh, the, the Ratchet and Clank movie. Probably. <laughs> oh, sick burn, bro. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and watch. Uh, I guess we can move on to sort of Watch Dogs too. Yeah, kind of. Looking forward to this one. See, Watch Dogs Two yeah. is interesting for me because I pre-ordered mm. Watch Dogs the first when mm. I saw it announced at E3 2012. Um, 
because you know i kind of like the idea that you know everything was like digitally interconnected and you can hack mm-hmm. into anything mm-hmm. uh and it's set in chicago and i think chicago is a really awesome city uh, yeah absolutely um and now they've moved it into san francisco which is a really awesome city for different reasons but yeah. um n- like absolutely everything is hackable in this game um, well, and they've like increased the parkour aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they said somewhere, uh, some IGN article said that there's going to be no like climbing a tall radio tower to unlock more of your map. It's going to be like, you know, as you progress in your missions, more of your map unlocks, mm-hmm. which is an interesting idea. They're kind of Ubisoft is deviating from the formula that they've created. Yeah, I, I I never played the first game, but I, I'll be, you know, I'll be honest. In, in looking at this, the trailer for this game, um, I, I the first part of it was very uninteresting. What was what was the first part? Well, the first part of it's where you're just kind of walking around, and you're you're kind of meeting people, and you know, making connections, getting in your car. The oh yeah, see, and the, that's going to yeah. be a big part of your like unlocking the map is the more hackers that you meet like you become part mm-hmm. of their network mm-hmm. which you know allows yeah. you into somebody else's network and yeah you know and that was the more that was probably the more like uninteresting part of the game for me but like the second half you know when you go into like infiltrating the, um, and stuff yeah you, the infiltrating part seemed seemed a lot more interesting like infiltrating and sort of like you know taking pictures escaping and, and sort of that that seemed more the more interesting part of that game mm-hmm um, I, I, you know, the the move to bring it to, uh, you know, San Francisco and make the main character a younger guy is interesting. And maybe it's just a, a reaction to um, a lot of the, I guess it was criticism to the towards the first game. It's like, why do we have this like, mm-hmm. j- like, you know, cliche brooding middle aged guy who's, you know, family's been kidnapped or something. Let's let's do something fresh. Yeah, yeah. And with the political climate that's going on right now in the U.S., I mean, probably, you know, um, it, it's probably more... Um, it's uh, it's relevant to the time. Yeah, 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 more relevant to the time. Yeah, good point. All right, so Steve, this was... Um, it's GoPro, the video game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching was, it right now. I hadn't seen it before. Is this like a SSX snowboarding game? Yeah, it's, kind it's of. It's open world. Uh, well, open world. It's it's open mountain range. <laughs> sure, but it, this is what they chose to end with. And I mean, you know, I don't know. When you do a presser, you want to end on a high note. Was this the was this the way to end it for? This is Ubisoft? like a throwback to the nineteen nineties. Extreme. <laughs> I think it's it's you know cool, and but I think it's only because. These guys, you know, who do like, you know, the Red Bull, like, you know, ride a mountain bike off the side of a cliff are so famous. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah. it's it's all because like GoPros and, you know, these like extreme sport. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't even know what you call it. Like extreme, extreme sports guys. Yeah. Are, it's, are the so, X, it's the X game culture. Yeah, right. And, and you know, it's it's you know, this is the game that's for the kids that are, you know, in the X game culture that want to um, experience these things for themselves, you know, through video games. Right, and, that, and, and that's why I keep going back to like Red Bull and GoPro, right? Right. It, 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 it no appeal to me whatsoever. I mean, it's I, I don't know. 
I, I don't want to do these death-defying things in real life, and I sure as hell don't want to do them in a video. Have no interest like doing them in a video game as well. But no. I mean, but you know, in in a way, it's yeah, almost like do. Forza, but like snowboarding. You know, because like you can I, you can you know, do a, a path down the mountain, do a really cool jump, tag that jump, and challenge people to do it too. Which <laughs> didn't didn't Forza have that kind of thing going on? I'm not sure. I've ne- I've Where like you could series, you could so. tag your route or what? I, I mean, everything's going like social gaming. I mean, right. it's all it's all online. So how, like, yeah. how social is it? Mm. But whatever. Um, I think we've spent more than enough time on this. Too much time on Ubisoft. <laughs> no, but honestly, I didn't even watch their thing, and it's just other than the South Park game, it's just a thumbs down bore for me. Like I don't know, like. I'm with you on that. No, there I, wasn't anything super jerk, exciting. Like, no, 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 no. I think me. I think you've I think you've adequately, you know, you you, you've what, summarized what all of our like long-winded about. rants into like right. one. the South Park game was definitely the most interesting that they presented. Oh, for sure. I, I think that's right. I, I think that's fair. Unless Stephen has something uh, to say. No. Stephen's asleep. No, no interest. In, oh, you're uh, still here. In, in <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's talk. I mean, about- Trials of Blood Dragon was pretty neat. I mean, I- I'll give it that. Pretty neat, you know, pretty catchy. But other than that, just kind of playing off uh, Kung Fury. Mm-hmm. So can we jump? I agree. South Park, most interesting uh, thing. The last major thing was EA. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. EA. EA Sports. In the game. Yay! EA. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> FIFA. <laughs> Messi. Anyway, <laughs> so, yeah, Messi, Messi has took a single-player campaign in the Copa America. I'll just say that. But uh, yeah, EA started out with Titanfall too. You guys played Titanfall? Did you like that game? No, it was, I did not. That that was, was huge. An I mean, when it came out, player only game, so I passed. Mm-hmm. Same. Well, the That's sequel right. has a campaign now. Yeah, no, that was a really huge deal that they yeah. <laughs> said, hello, look at us. We have a single-player campaign for this game. I thought it was cool. Yeah, so, yep. I'll probably play that sooner or later. I I agree. I mean, I I mean that's one of the things I, I liked about that was that it actually mm-hmm. had a damn campaign. It was that was nice. Yeah, I'm with you guys. And they gave like a personality to the Titan. It, it's it was almost mm-hmm. like. Uh, I know it's we harp on it. It was almost like a Pokemon, like it's or almost like a familiar, like a uh, companion. Mm-hmm. Like they, they, well, I think they must have said that like five times during the demo. The bond between man and right, machine. right, exactly. <laughs> well, it, but it's like that whole idea of the game Detroit, right? Yeah, it's like that. Yeah. Is it is it human? You know, does it think? Is it, yep. is it human? It's machine, yeah. but does it think? You know, as if it were human. That, right. That, that entire bond, and I like that. I mean, that's. Yeah, a, I wonder. A, I wonder if these games are going to adhere to uh, Isaac Asimov's three uh, laws of robotics. I know. I don't even know what you're talking about. But didn't, didn't Isaac Asimov, <laughs> like in iRobot, create the three laws of robotics? Yeah. Like, the robot must obey the human. Right. Okay. Never harm one. Um, never harm the human. And okay. N- no contradictions between rule one and two that would cause harm to a human or something yeah, like that. Something like that. Oh, okay. Interesting. And they touched hey, on hey, that in Detroit, but not so much in Titanfall. Yeah. 
But maybe well, but we'll see, we'll see what, what happens. I, I think Titanfall was a bit of a phenomenon when it came out, and I think Titanfall 2 and adding that campaign added an extra layer, and kudos for them for, you know, as developers in realizing that that's what that series needed, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, okay. Madden 17. Oh my god, take my money. <laughs> Another Madden game, just what we needed. <laughs> Big surprise. Yeah, I just hate Cam Madden. Newton even more. Never saw it All coming. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Who saw that coming this year, right? Uh, yeah, enhanced graphics. Yay. All right. Uh, Mass Effect Andromeda. All right. I'm excited for this is, one. So, this yeah. Cool. So, me and Floyd. It's been in the works for like, what? It's been four years since the last has been. Uh, Something like that. Exactly. Yeah. And um, so, uh, me and Floyd did the Mass Effect uh, one podcast uh playthrough and that is uh one of my favorite franchises of all time and uh uh where i live now is kind of in south austin texas but where i used to live up until a couple months ago was in north austin and i was right down the street from ea bioware if you can believe that um and i am totally like down with this but they didn't show enough. Yeah, like they, that's exactly how I feel. Uh, You're right. No, I'm with you on like, that. Like uh, Mass Effect Andromeda is seriously hashtag take my money, but like they did not really give me anything here except for oh the Mako's back. That's cool. I like the Mako. But I think all you have to do is say Mass Effect and people open up their wallets. <laughs> right. Exactly. I'm one of those people, dude. Like totally. But I mean. Um, they, I, I they like that. I like that better. they're taking it to the Andromeda Galaxy. It's going to be a whole new story, whole new bunch of characters. Yeah, well, we'll see how it uh, plays out. Yeah, there's so much more to be seen and shown and revealed about this uh, new, you know, iteration. I'm, I'm sure it's going to be a big, big game. It'll be yeah. great. I mean, yeah. again, it's it's kind of like Kojima, right? Like. Uh, Hideo Kojima is making a game outside of uh, uh, Metal Gear. It's going to be great. You know it. Like with Mass mm-hmm. Effect, like n- there's a, a certain uh, confidence you can have that the next Mass Effect game is going to be above average at best. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm I'm with you on that. That's that's about right. But is it starting to create that expectation like Last Guardian has? Well, it hasn't taken that long. Yeah, well, no. I mean, but that's a good but still. Point, I mean, it's Rich. been four years since their last game. No, so. yeah, no. I don't think it's quite on the scale of uh, Last Guardian. Mm-hmm. But you know, like that's that's an apples to oranges comparison. You know, I think people like um, Mass Effect for very different reasons that they like. Um, you know, the the Team Eco games, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're they're. They're both trying to do different things. Well, sure, absolutely. But yeah, there there will be that sort of hype and expectation, and will it meet that hype? Yeah, I, yeah, I know what you mean. But I think the complaint is, did they show enough? And I mean, was, was no, this enough from what we've waited? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think we can agree on that. I mean, you know, we, you know, fans have been waiting this long. I think like it's nice to show where I can go in a game mm-hmm. but i want to see what i can do in a game sure i mean it was beautiful i mean yeah. don't get me wrong it's yeah, a yeah, beautiful yeah. trailer um but um 
you know, I think I think fans want a little more, and I, I think that's where, you know, people had their complaint with EA and, and mm-hmm. you know, what they showed at this. Uh, uh, at, what at I wonder with like a, with a series like Math, Mass Effect, if you start showing characters, are you going to be too like spoilery? You know. Yeah. You gotta show something. I mean, you know, people waited this long. I think that no, yeah, people deserve a little more yeah, yeah. than what they than what they show. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Um, EA play to give. That was cool. What is that? I I, I think it's where they're. Or I think like doing some charity yeah, donations. I think it was like or, if you oh. did certain yeah, things okay. in cer- some of their online games, they they make charity donations or something. And I think it's already over. Honestly, uh, I mean, I, well, really, it's so like it hasn't yeah, even lasted I I, like a I week. I looked it up because I didn't know what it was, and I, I, the dates were like June. 17th through the 20th or something like that I don't know but I just remember thinking that it's already passed huh, huh. <laughs> maybe I'm wrong but that's just I, I mean even so I mean it's it's something important to kind of talk about I mean that would you know I mean as many gamers as there are out there it would be kind of nice if uh, some of these developers would spend a little more of their time um, you know giving to some of these charities you know, with with uh, games that are, you know, downloaded. I guess, yeah, I guess what what you're saying is like it's nice to turn something that's you know a a marketable product into sure. something that can be benevolent and yeah. helpful to people. Yeah, yeah, it, it was it was nice. I mean, I mean, as I was watching this press, it was something that was nice to hear. But I mean, as Stephen says, you know, if it's something that's already ended, I mean, it's kind of that's a, that's a bit of a shame. It's too short lived to have any effect. I think that's what what Stephen is saying, right? Yeah. Well, I was just, yeah. Yeah, anyway. So let's move on to Sean's favorite game, FIFA 17. <laughs> <laughs> this was the. I knew, I knew he was touting this. So, <laughs> this was yeah, the hardest it, fast forwarding I've ever had to do. I fast forwarded and I said, God, is this ever going to end all this FIFA shit? Like, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm with you on that because I, I fast forwarded through that too. It's like, okay, you can simulate these coaches. Oh, okay, you can simulate the career of this, like, young new hot player like, oh. I'm, I'm gonna take a different approach than you guys i mean i, I i'm i'm a big soccer fan are I, you i love soccer for I, real I, oh absolutely Good i've been watching you, the copa man. america all week I, I love it i i played soccer growing up and i, I played it in a very small like see i i like soccer town. too but i i i mean I guess kind of hypocritically i only like it when the euro cup is on or when the world cup is on sure sure and, and you know the copa america was going on and it's been going on this week and probably you know sort of a big reason for my hype but i do follow soccer i love soccer my kids play um you know and so with fifa 17 i i i do play some of the fifa games i do enjoy those um i, I did think that the journey was sort of a a neat take in creating an rpg out of a sports game yeah you know what now that you're making me think about it i think i am being too cynical in my sort of response to it and, and you know what i i, I get it and I, I understand that but i, I thought like this but whole idea I, of like this journey and what and i wanted taking to this say is that i have had fun playing the fifa games yeah and, and like how like your how you do in these games like dictates sort of your um your story and, and creating a storyline it's not it's no longer just playing like one team against another team or playing in some tournament just 
you know, something's just it's, it's sort not of just mind numbing. <laughs> you know, sporty. You know, something's just sort of a mind numbing, like sporty sport thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but actually, playing something that has like sort of RPG or um, you know story elements to it, I thought was that. Uh, yeah, I'll be honest. I thought it was kind of neat, and and I know we kind of gloss over some of these games sometimes because it's I mean, it's a sports game, you know, and I you know I, I know a lot of gamers don't you know like to take those things seriously, but I, at the same time, know, it I, is a high profile game. I, yeah, and, and I I thought this was I thought this was a neat concept, and so you know I'll leave it at that. So so all right. So what the next game was uh was is it Fee or Faye? Uh, I don't know. It's the it's the this one, uh, the the uh, the element symbol for iron. <laughs> That's all I know. It's <laughs> a good point. Maybe it has something to do with maybe because isn't it like you're this little like squirrel thing and you're <laughs> traversing the the woods and like there are these animatronic <laughs> robot things that are like. They're called the silent ones, and like listen to the sound of the of the forest, listen to the sound of nature, and you know the <laughs> destruction of nature is bad, and we should become at one with nature. I thought it was preachy. Yeah, a, a little. I mean, I, I, I'm still a little undecided about this game. I don't really know what it's about. You know, I don't think enough has been revealed about. This I, game yeah, no, I, I can see. I feel the same way that like I don't know enough, but from what I saw, it felt preachy or heavy-handed or you know whatever yeah, well, Stephen, you sound like you I know i watched the trailer for this game because uh, i specifically you know looked for it but i don't remember it at all and even anything floyd said about it just doesn't ring any bells so i it, apparently i, it, I think yeah, it's very purple I, I think i do remember that part but <laughs> it apparently didn't leave much of an impression on me so see i um, think ea is doing this because they they must have had a lot of success with um Yarn Story or whatever it was. Do you remember that game? It was announced last year, E3. You're this little yarn, yarn stuffed toy thing, and Unraveled. That's it. Unraveled. Okay. Um, yeah, I think because they they must have thought this was a real hit, so they're they're kind of doing another thing that's like sentimental and emotional, and <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, this was their one like emotional title, yeah. and everything else is like sporty sport and kill kill. Yeah, but I guess now, so. It's like this sort of emotional title. Yeah, it's a good point. But it, it, in some sense, it sort of failed because it. I, I don't know. I, I feel like you didn't get enough. You you didn't really know what the plot of the story was. You know. Yeah, and I think a lot of those like it's kind of lost even even it. unraveled when like it was un, when it was unveiled it was uh, like people didn't know what to think. Like they they made it sort of like, you know. They wanted to leave questions because I guess they didn't want to expose too much of of what the game was going to be about. Um, well, all right. So the Star on. Wars stuff looks really cool. Though. <laughs> Star Wars Battlefront. Uh, the only the only thing I took uh, away from the little is, uh, Star Wars video, I don't think it was all Battlefront stuff, but there was uh, the the game being made by uh, Visceral. Like uh, they didn't really show anything, but I guess it's going to be like a third person shooter of some sort, which. I'm hoping it might be like the um, game EA showed a while back called uh, Star Wars 1313, which looked really cool, and they canceled Ooh, yeah. it. So yeah. I'm hoping that's essentially what this is going to yeah. be. But Yeah. I never saw that. 
I love the original Battlefront games, and I've, I've heard nothing but complaints about the new Battlefront, so. Which is surprising mm-hmm. because it looks beautiful, but. Well, they got like five different development studios making like five different side story games for the Battlefront um, IP, which is cool. And um, they have. Uh, um, oh, I don't remember her name. But she's Amy, the he- she Amy. was the head of Naughty Dog, Amy, Amy Henning, yeah. Um, she was like a lead on Uncharted One, um, and you know, so if she can sort of bring what, you know, some of that Unchartedness to uh, a Star Wars game, that'd be pretty cool. Speaking of Uncharted, next month, that's what Star Wars thirteen thirteen looked like to me. It looked like Uncharted with a Star Wars skin. And that'd be cool. I'd play that. You can't because it got canceled. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, that's, you're right. Oh. <laughs> Again, uh, EA with a little Battlefront 1. The second time we've seen Battlefront 1. Battlefield. One. Trailer. Ba- yeah, Battlefield. Battlefield. I'm sorry, not Battlefront. Battlefield. Uh, yeah. Again. Look, yeah, looked I'll interesting. Play the campaign I mean, when it's cheap. I, I can't knock it. I can't knock it. Love the historical campaigns. So, but that was it for EA. What do we think about EA? I mean, no one ever expects a lot of EA because I mean they're they're primarily a primarily a sports development company. Let's be honest. I mean, Madden is their big thing every year. And FIFA. Yeah, you're totally. <laughs> I didn't actually right. watch the EA conference, but I, I saw some. Uh, word on Twitter that they spent too much time on the sports games. I didn't think so. I mean, Madden 17, they did, they spent hardly any time on that. It was a small trailer. I mean, they spent some time on FIFA 17, but I think it was... But only because of that like journey thing. Yeah, and, and I think it was worthwhile time that was spent because I think they're really changing up the game and the way like sports games are you know made in the way people immerse themselves in that I, I thought it was I think it was time well spent on that I, I can't knock them for that it's what they are you know I mean we know that going in we're not we're not going to come away from any E3 saying oh well EA oh they were the best you know I mean no one ever expects that from EA so I, I thought that if anything they were above adequate in what they did for EA I mean for E3 no, that's cool. Yeah, they yeah. they kind of did what they were supposed to do, and they did it well. Yeah, what else can you say? Mm-hmm. The miscellaneous things that were um, released for E3. Yeah, this no, is stuff that was at E3, ahead. but it didn't really get a major stage mm-hmm. presence. Yeah, hell, Sean's still awake. Let's do it. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> Strumming his damn guitar. Just <laughs> no, <laughs> no guitar. Sean's zoned out. Sean's zoned out on the Ubisoft uh, talk. <laughs> Ubi, Ubisoft. 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 <laughs> Floyd B. South. Floyd B. South. Ubisoft one e three. They won the award for worst. Ah. Uh, press conference yeah yeah so let's go uh 
Let's go get the miscellany here. Let's do it. I see something that I'm interested in, but let's start. Hell at the yeah! Here. I see a lot of things I'm interested Hell's in. Hell to the yeah! There's a lot of good <laughs> stuff on the. Actually, yeah. There's there's uh, I'm gonna say four things that I'm definitely more interested in than anything else I saw on the show here. I, there's yeah. one thing that Rich is like super excited about on here. Hell yeah. Do, let's, know, do you want to start with that one? Thing, I know the one. one thing Sean's excited about, but let's let's start at the top. Okay. Bloodstained Ritual of the yeah. Night. Um, I'm a Kickstarter backer on that one. Uh, I was not. I'm uh, disappointed. That I kickstarted it too. Oh, um, really? Oh. Yeah. Did you guys watch... I, I got I, I got my ask. demo I, I the other day. I haven't night. played it yet. It's, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I was fun? playing it, and it, it was like I forgot I was playing a demo. I was having such a good time with it. That's good. Yeah, that's I mean, that's what you want. It looks it looks really nice, man. It's it's really tight, and you know, I wish before they were done the Kickstarter, they would have had some sort of demo mm-hmm. to show how the game played because all you had like with the the Kickstarter was just pictures, and it was. You know, and I understand it's Kickstarter. That's what's going to happen. You know, you're just going to kind of base it on, like, who the developer is and, you know, who the people are behind it. And I should have jumped all on it. I, yeah. I didn't, but good to know this is going to be released for, you know, different systems. Yeah, and, so. mm-hmm. Well, they kind of just said, like, at least on the Kickstarters, we made Symphony of the Night yeah. to give us money. And, it, 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 and, and, yeah, hey, hell, good enough. I should have given money to that. Yeah, no, I'm, yeah, I'm with you on that. Uh, yeah, it looks super game. cool. I am excited to play it. Um, looking looking forward to playing the demo really soon. Um, I would say the next game on our list is a little more uh, exciting for me. Okay. Just because I'm I'm a nerd for this yeah. series. Final Fantasy what? Final Fantasy twelve. Zodiac Age. This is the, um, the Zodiac the Age with, yeah for for it's twelve. I've been waiting yeah. for this for years. They finally. And it isn't really? it like the yeah, European the version or Japanese 10, version? They did like the international version or whatever, which has some added stuff. I'm yeah. not sure what. So it's got like levels and dungeons yeah. that we didn't get. But uh, okay, I just Rich, had the words. This, this one is all you now. Written beside mine. I don't know why. This is me. I have you. It. You have the floor with <laughs> this next game. <laughs> I'm glad you guys are excited about the Final Fantasy. Yeah. So I have the floor of the next game. The, yeah, what, yeah, the Friday yeah, go third? for it, man. Are you guys already done? I mean, you're so excited <laughs> about Final Fantasy XII. It's you're a remake. Done? What can we say? Damn. All right. Friday the 13th. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's everything any horror fan ever wanted in a game. It's awesome. Did you guys watch yeah, the trailer? I, watched it. I did. Uh, I watched... Uh... I watched the the gameplay demo. I guess it was at E3. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's got Tom Savini, like the makeup artist. It's got Kane Holder, who played like Jason, who, who's you know, you know, doing the imaging for the bodies. Sean Cunningham, who you know did the first Friday the Thirteenth, and uh, Harry Manfredini, who uh, did the music. I mean, I mean, what more could you ask? I mean, these guys. Um, started off like they they created this um uh this game it was called originally called summer camp and uh you know basically it was just you know and even like they admit it i mean it was like you know 
we're trying to make a Friday the 13th game. And these guys, like, approach them and they got behind them and say, if you guys want to make a Friday the 13th game, let's make a Friday the 13th game. You know? So, um... And this was another Kickstarter game. It was, and yeah. I did kickstart the hell so out of this So you backed this one. Uh, oh, what, yeah. what platform? Because, I mean... Um, and the reason I'm asking is because this has a cool concept of, uh, what do they call it? Like asymmetrical multiplayer? Yeah, I think that's... Or, um... Yeah. Uh, you can play as Jason or you can, you know, the, you play as Jason or you play as the, the camp counselors for this game. And, yeah. Um, I definitely kickstarted, I mean, I kickstarted PS4 because, I mean, I don't have a PS4 yet, obviously, but... But you feel it, like that's it, what you're going to get next. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's the logical progression for uh-huh. the okay. PS4. No, no, and good it, to know. And, then, and, you know, and, I know, you know what looking back, you know, at the time I did it, smart move, you know. I mean, it, it looks it looks amazing. And just some of the stretch goals. And the stretch goals, they, like, sort of increase the violence in and the, the game, And the stretch you know? goals are still active. They're still taking absolutely. pre-orders, which affect their funding, which affects yeah. stretch goals. Um, yeah, that's really cool. Um, it's, an, it's an ongoing process, and it looks great. I mean, the, the trailer they showed, and I will say this. I mean, my, my only critique is this. Um, they they are saying, you know, as people watch the videos, like, well, it's a little dark. It's not supposed to look that way. But the, they've said that quite a lot. Um, yeah, I think they keep re restating like this is early build stuff. Like, this is not reflective of the final product. Right. And, and so that does... Uh, you know, that's make me cautious in a bit. But at the same time, I mean, what they're doing and what they're trying to do and then who they've got behind them in mm-hmm. doing this, I, I feel like they're going to make a really, really nice product out of this. And yeah, I'm, I'm really hoping it gets a lot of polish. Game. Like, if they're saying, like, this is early build stuff, I'm looking forward yeah. to, like, clean, smooth animations and all that stuff. Yeah, and, and you know, what's what's great about this, and, it, you know, in my particular case, I'm a big fan of horror films, and I, I think, I, I don't know if I, I mentioned to you guys uh, that my wife and I are doing like a horror movie marathon, like 31 films up until October, and we're actually going to podcast about this together. Um, but, um, you know, it, it's it, it's it's a really, really neat thing that they're doing, and I, and I hope that some of the other uh, series will, will sort of get involved in this and, uh, you know, try to do something. But, but Friday the 13th was a, a great... Well, I, I think the this. whole idea of Friday the 13th is perfect for a game because you have, you Absolutely. know, the, 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 you know, a psycho protagonist and you have, you know, like a bunch of kids. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, like, Halloween wouldn't really work because it's sort of like one person running for their lives and then one that's bad true. guy. Yeah, that's true. I mean, the, and that, the that game setup, would be more like stealth and hiding than anything, and we, those games sure. are a dime a dozen right now. Well, I mean, there's there's a lot of stealth and hiding in Friday the Thirteenth as well. Um, you know, the, you know, trying to get away from the right. uh, from Jason, the person that's playing. Uh, right, you know, but because you, you, at least someone you have controls the multiplayer Jason, thing going for you, where it's like in this game. you know, one I guess one teenager can you know lure Jason, another guy can like jump him or whatever. Yeah, because yeah, I guess when you're playing as a as a campers, it's like survive, right? The well, object it, is to survive, right? Yeah, it, it is that, but all the counselors have different roles. I mean, you know, you've got your you, you've got your jock, you know, you've got your nerd, and I mean, di- different people have their different roles and the things that they're able to do within the game, which is it's 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 pretty well thought out. So, so you're going to have uh, to work together, in other words. That's what you're uh, saying, right? 
Well, there's there's a little of that, but I think it's like kind of every man for themselves as well, only okay. because the objective is to escape. Okay, because uh, that, that's yeah, sort so. of what I'm curious is like, what's the what's the win condition? What's the fail state? Sure, yeah. sure, yeah, and I I think it, I think it's brilliant. I think even if it, I I think just the effort into doing something like this is. Uh, oh yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm just I'm yeah. just curious, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I'm so glad I kickstarted this and really looking forward to it but uh moving on uh something i know sean's very excited about right yeah gravity rush 2 uh, <laughs> as <laughs> we've discussed at length uh on two different podcasts <laughs> gravity rush is uh, maybe my favorite game on the playstation vita which is one of my favorite yep. uh consoles handheld or otherwise but yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to play this. I didn't look at uh, trailers for this now, but I've seen them in the past, and I'm just I'm super hype about this. And also, the uh, the, the remaster already came out. Is that Rich or Steven? <laughs> it's help me I'm with that. Sure the, it's the, out. The, I don't I don't own it. It's I want to say it's out. Right? It's, yeah. But, I think it's but, digital only at the moment, um, but it's it's out. I, I really sure feel it like it's out right now. Yeah, but yeah. if you haven't heard this, I don't have a PS4 yet, so. <laughs> so I'm Dear looking, wife, I'm looking. Well, forward. you can do what Rich is doing and, and start building a collection on it, even though you don't. Do you send postcards to your wife? <laughs> postcards like mail them to her at our address. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, yeah, no, I'm super psyched about any sequel to Gravity Rush. Uh, again, short list of games I played more than once. That's on it. I love that game, yeah. and I think it's going to be cool. Yeah. Looking forward I'm, to yeah. It. yeah, I'm looking forward to it too. Yeah, one of the reasons I've like wanted to get a Vita, man, you guys have got me pumped up about that. It mm-hmm. Looks like a great game. Yeah, looks. I'm nice. I'm trailer. pretty hyped for uh, for the next game. Uh, I it's called mm-hmm. I Am Setsuna. Yeah, I agree, um, Floyd. This uh, nice, every, nice looking game. It's looking really good. I, I'm getting a lot of like Chrono Trigger vibes, early Final yeah. Fantasy vibes. So super, it's a super cliche RPG. Yeah, and th- I think yeah. that's what yeah. we need right now. Yeah, you can tell yeah. the um, yeah, influences great. from Chrono Trigger. There, I can't they fold have it for the, that. Uh, like the the dual text, you know, where you can combine uh, two characters can work together mm-hmm. to do like a special move, and has like the enemies on the map, so you see them before you get in a battle. Um, I think that's kind of how this game is being advertised yeah. as like a spiritual successor to Chrono Trigger or something, which um, of course would have piqued my interest. But uh, yeah, I thought this one looked pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's nice. Is this uh, like a cautiously optimistic kinda. thing for I you? I was watching or? it when I watched the gameplay. It okay. looked good, but I thought at the same time it looked a little rough in certain aspects. Like maybe mainly just kind of the uh, the aesthetic and the presentation of it. I'm gonna call it. I'm gonna call okay, that roughness. Sure. I mean, is it charm, plus fine? Though, like, I don't. I mean, yeah, it's sure, not a big deal. Yeah. But uh, I mean, yeah, I think it'll be. Well, I hope it'll be uh, really good. If it's gonna kick it back, it's gotta have a little roughness to it. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, I mean, it's, if it's supposed to be a throwback yeah. to like the Super well, Nintendo, you know, golden era of, of uh, RPGs. Uh, I probably have to look at a video again to be sure. It almost felt like something kind of clashed. Like maybe the character models didn't quite clash with the uh, didn't quite work with the um, the backgrounds or something. I'm not sure what it was, but something just looked a tad off. But, no, I think I can um, see what you're saying. Yeah, there. I, I mean that's not something that's gonna you know be like a that's gonna break it for me. You know, if it if 
I, I think it'll be good as long as you know, the combat's there and the story's good and all that. And uh, you know, I'm sure it'll be mm-hmm. a great game. Cool, awesome. So, how about Mafia Three, guys? What do you yeah, think? How many of you played the Mafia games? Because I played one and two, and I'm curious. I, I want to play one and two. It's um, I've never played them. Um, they they well, flew under my radar. I, I've been actually, playing those two I'm games. I'm to play through the series again in preparation of Mafia Three because I'm really excited for it. It comes out in October, and I'm playing the first one again. I played it when it first came out, and uh, I thought it was really good back then. But playing it now, it seems like it hasn't aged very well. So I I can't really recommend playing that one. Yeah. Mafia Two, okay. however, came out okay. maybe 2010, 2011, and uh, I haven't gotten. A, I do. I do want to revisit it um, after I finish one, but uh, I, I haven't gotten to it yet. I'm sure it's aged much better though, because it is a newer game. But I, man, I love that game. It's one of my favorite games from the last console generation. Yes, hmm. the the second one. Yeah. Okay. Wow. I'll That's... I'll keep my eye open for it when I'm when I'm out hunting. Um, I li- I like the you know like with the first two mafia games, it's sort of like mm-hmm. 1940s kind of you know gangster mobster thing um like it's a cool setting it's a cool sort of idea to build on um and the mafia 3 kind of moved into the 60s so like we know it's going to have cool Mm -hmm. cars and cool music and it's set in louisiana which you know yeah which that's going to be a a cool thing to incorporate and like louisa louisiana has a lot of have you you have you to stop you for a second have any of you guys ever been to new Mm -hmm. orleans no but i i want to i want to go no no Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, you gotta like go, it's... man. I mean, I I know like there's like this sort of stereotypical idea of what New Orleans is, but it's a very very beautiful place. My wife and I went there several uh, years ago, and um, I mean, for me, what what sells me on Mafia Three is entirely the setting, the setting. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. That, that's what sold me at first. Yeah. Um, you know, I like the setting, and, and there's so much... Then like, the choice. The choices you get. Like yeah, right. something that wasn't... Yeah, too, yeah. Too, and I think it's going to be cool. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of, that, like, black magic in there, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think it's, I think it's going to be a really cool game. Um, you know, it's for uh, Xbox One, PS4, mm-hmm. and PC. Um, but I... I don't know, man. Uh, just, just sort of watching the trailer on this game, it really looks like you have like a, a very interesting variety of choices, and then just, just, just the entire landscape of New Orleans, and you know, it, it's called what New New Bordeaux. It's not called New Orleans, right? It's and, interesting because you know, obviously, that's but, a, that's a cool way to not. Well, you know what it is. First two games didn't <laughs> I mean, have that element of choice, so that's something they've added for the third game. So I'm curious to see how that works out. Oh. But, uh, Interesting. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited for this game just because of how much I enjoyed the second game. Yeah, it, it looked it looked incredible. I mean, you know, it's it's not a game that I would see myself playing or even think about playing. But after watching that trailer, I thought, you know, this is something I could really get into. Mm-hmm. And, and maybe it's just you know, maybe it's just me and just my personal connection with that mm-hmm. town. But uh, yeah, it looks great. So the next game, I think it's near. How do we pronounce this? Is it Neil? Near. You guys say near. I say Nier. Neil? No, it's Neil? near. Holy! It can't be near. Cause it's, it's already a game. It must be Neil. No, it's near. 
What do you mean it's already new? Are we talking about Nier slash Nier Automata? Yeah, it's freaking Nier, man. Have you guys not played Nier? I haven't, but I was hoping you had so you could tell us all about it. (laughs) I have, and it's freaking amazing. Nier is an awesome game on the 360 slash PS3 generation. Nier is... um, so it, at its at its core, it's a uh, action RPG, but it's so much more than that. Guys, just freaking Google it. There, this game is so deep. It's a tribute to every genre uh, of game. I own it. Hadn't played it yet. You gotta play it. it. We gotta play it. Let's do it as a playthrough. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, near uh, Automata or whatever. Like I don't know. I think it's automata. Automata. Auto- I think that's Automata. How um, but yeah, again, uh, 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 Nier was amazing, and I'm super hyped for the sequel, and it's being made by Platinum Games. Like, uh, uh, <laughs> this is getting old, but a Nier game uh, sequel made by Platinum, <laughs> hashtag take my money. Um, yeah, it's, it's got all the right, you know, <laughs> check marks, is what you're yeah, saying. Except for me, like, Near is one of those uh, cult classics. Either you're you're in and you know it, or or you've never even heard of it. Um, and I, I I'm just one of those people who's in love with this freaking game. And uh, yeah, we should play it. You sh- you all should play it. Anybody listening should play it. And uh, get ready for this uh, uh, follow up to this uh, amazing game. Well, there's your ringing endorsement. Everybody, go go get near. <laughs> 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 yeah, remember go by that. Yeah, I, I think Cartridge Club they played it a few months ago, so seems like a cool game. Yeah, yeah, they did. Uh, yeah, they checked it out. I listened to their show on it. It was really good. Um, cool. And again, when I own, yeah, but I've, I haven't played yet. I have a copy. You would like it a lot, Rich. It it really yeah. has a lot of throwbacks and and references to older genres of game, even like platforming, and it has these subtle like uh, um, references to <laughs> weird survive. It's so hard to explain because it's really just a hack and slash RPG. But then it's like. Oh my god, I'm playing Resident Evil. What the hell is going on here? Like, it's so hard to explain, but you just have to experience it for yourself. Cool, cool. <laughs> Very cool. Alright, so Persona 5. Anyone interested in this title? No, well, we skipped nobody. over Neo or Nio. <laughs> <laughs> I know there's a lot of people interested in this title. Well, what is Nio? I got the vibe of sort of like, you know, like the Dark Souls mixed yeah, with like Samurai. Yeah, that's exactly. I, I was thinking uh, basically Dark Souls with like Ninja Gaiden gameplay. Um, so I, right. didn't, be cool. I didn't really. Could I be really cool. That's what I'm going to say. But I was going to play. They, they released an alpha demo on PSN and I was going to uh, download it, but apparently it's expired and you can't get it anymore. But I was, I was going to check it out, but yeah. Yeah, it's a bummer. Now Persona 5. Okay, now Persona 5. <laughs> Never heard Anyone? of it. No, this is... Uh, I didn't... 
So, uh, Stephen, explain to me, like, what did they do outside of E3 that we have this on our list? Because I, you know, I was just YouTubing, uh, you know, a Googled EA press conference E3. So, like, what did they show of Persona 5 that was new to E3? I don't know because I'm not entirely sure what they showed before E3, but what I saw was just... um, Okay. Just just a segment of gameplay, uh, like they were running through a dungeon or something, and one thing that strikes me as being different about Persona 5 versus Persona 4, because that's the only other one I've played, is um, it seems to incorporate more of the um, like demon or Persona like recruiting aspects that you'd find in some of the other Shin Megami Tensei games. And it was all in Japanese, so I couldn't quite understand what was going on, but it looked like it was the kind of thing where, where some of the enemies they were fighting, they would sort of beat them down, and then there were like conversations, and it looked like they were recruiting them, um, which is... But you're like that's a throwback yeah, to the like earlier Shin games. Megami Tensei games, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think uh, I think this is something I'm excited about. I think it's going to be really cool. Uh, like r- right after E3, the f- the PS1 Shin Megami Tensei games went on sale for like mm-hmm. 50% off, so I picked them up. Um, and they're kind of pricey, so that's why I, I don't mind having a digital digital copy. Um, yeah, I, I've got uh, Persona 3 FES. I think Rich hooked me up with that one. Got Persona yeah, 4 dude. Golden. Yeah. Sealed. Yeah, Sealed. yeah, thank you. Um, got Persona 4 Golden. You know, might as well pick it up to, you know, have the series and so to see where it started, where it is now, what happened in between. Yeah, Persona. It's, it's, this is uh, sorry to cut you off, Rich, but this is a no, no. this is an automatic take my money. This this is not a E three like game of show because it was not part of any specific press conference. But this is sure. like a given to me. Like I I discussed this with uh, Duke and Bill on the collector cast that I was a guest on. That the Persona 3 is, is my favorite PlayStation 2 game of all time, and it's one of my favorite games of all time. And Persona 4 is amazing, and you should play it on the PlayStation Vita, Rich. And also, the <laughs> PlayStation, uh, or I mean, um, Persona 5 coming out soon is just uh, like that's a. It may be the game that makes me buy a PlayStation 4 if I don't get one for my birthday in a couple of weeks. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I, I'm. I'm gonna. I I'm gonna hate to disappoint you, man. I just. I cannot get into those. I. Those games are okay, but I'm. I, I played Persona Three, and I can't get into the social aspect. Part of that. That game. seems to be I, what kind of kills it for most people. Uh, yeah, it kills it for me, and I can't get into the. Um, the inability to um, control, like your. Um, I think the, on the, the PSP game. version, you can you actually know, they, they kind of attack on their own, but partners, but right, right. I, I know, I, I know, but I mean, you know, I'm, I'm talking about like the originals, which is, you know, for me is what I always sort of go by. I always, you know, I, I know a lot of people like, well, let's let's get this like definitive edition or this, you know, you know, this you know, specific edition of this game, but I, I don't know, I. I I kind of like you know I'm I'm kind of that person like I I want what you I want the original I want what you gave me what what your product is when you release it is what I feel is 
the product. You know? I don't know. That's how I am with those type of games. And I, I couldn't get to Persona, Persona 3. I couldn't. So, like, if Persona didn't have any of the social, um, like, making friends and, you know, all that yeah. stuff, would it would it be more up your alley then? I mean, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I didn't like the combat mechanics of it. Oh, okay. It's See, I don't know. I don't know how I, I, like play. Ha- I like to have more control over combat. Okay. You know? And I felt like, um, you know, with you know Persona Three and what I played, you know, I, I didn't have the control. And I, you know, I I know I'm in the minority when it comes to when it comes to those games because I know people love those games, and that's that's cool. You know, whatever people love, it's great. I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm not gonna knock it, but I'm you know I'm just saying personally, you know, the way I feel about those games, I I just can't get into it, but. Yeah. See, I, I, I'm in a weird situation where I've never played any of the Persona games, but I really want to play them. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, you know, I don't know what to expect, and maybe... I think you need to reach out to people that really like the Persona games and, and say, hey, you know, I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm getting into this, what do I need to play, you know? And, you know, See, I don't know, is this one of these things, like, you like. should start with one, then go to two, and then two had some, like, weird spin-off side game, uh, and then go into three, four... I, I don't know, yeah, I don't think that's the case play with Persona these games. Three, of, yeah, I, I, play you Persona know, I think... Four, then play yeah, Persona yeah, 5. Yeah, forget I mean, there, one there's, like, and, this, there's, like, this, there's this really intense split of people that like Persona 3 and Persona 4. Mm-hmm. I, it's, a, it's a really intense split, and, then, you know, they argue about it all the time. But I've never heard anyone say you need to play the original two Persona games before you play these games, right? See, I, am I right, Sean? Yeah, no. People uh, generally, even Krabby will tell you, like uh, Persona One and Two are generally uh, regarded as kind of a archaic, a little bit clunky, kind of hard to get into. And yeah. we're, uh, we're on on the opposite end of the spectrum. Like three and four are kind of where the series kind of thrusts it in the into the mainstream, or not, are way more accessible. So for for from a collector standpoint, one and two are highly sought after. But as far as sure. playing them, I'm not so sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Gameplay wise, I think Persona three and Persona four are the two you want to play. If you're interested in getting into the series, hmm. yeah. interesting. No, that's that's good. I'll keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like, I'm glad I have this huge, huge, huge RPG on on a handheld system. I think like you know these long games were made for like you know the Vita or the 3DS or whatever. Because mm-hmm. like, w- w- you don't always have enough time to commit to like plopping in front of the TV and, and playing it. All right, so a vampire. What are our thoughts on vampire? Uh, vampire is made by our friends at right. uh, Don't Nod. <laughs> They're not really our friends. We wish they were. <laughs> they can be our friends if they want to be. That's right. <laughs> so, what did you guys think about this game? I'm interested. I'm, I was very interested. Uh, I found out about this game while we were playing Life is Strange, and I was. Um, thought it was interesting that this game was so different than Life is Strange. Um, it's an action RPG. You play as a mm-hmm. vampire guy who, uh, who's also a doctor. So there's supposed to be this um, sort mm-hmm. of dichotomy that he's on one level. He's supposed to be like helping people and 
and saving people's lives and and then uh, again he has to like feed on humans you know and uh and so i think i think this game presents some like right yeah i think this game that's a cool setup it presents some like morality choices and there's a lot of choices in the game and sometimes there aren't you know uh clear-cut right or wrong or good or bad choices or decisions so it does, I don't know, it sounds very interesting to me yeah yeah I think for me it's like the game Detroit sure. yeah. and in in the aspect of what does it mean to be human you know did it's you this... did you guys see this game in action because yeah. I I miss this yeah. one yeah yeah I okay. did I watched it um, it, it's this whole idea of someone who has become a vampire, but is very still in touch with the human sort, side. Sort of like, yeah, really in touch with the human side. Very reluctant to be a vampire. Has to make a choice about like I have to survive, but what mm-hmm. lives do I take to, um, you, you know, to continue my own um, life? That no, sounds cool. If, um, if, if you will, yeah, it sounds like something I might like. I'll. I'll you know, it's it's on my radar. Cool. Yeah. 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 Uh, definitely. You know, check it out. So. Yeah. Uh, Yakuza. Zero. Zero. Is this the thing? Zero. Zero. Which often, often refers yeah, to origin, like origin, right? Story. You say zero. Uh, it, it takes place in 1980s Japan, so that that should be interesting to explore and mm. walk around in. Hmm. Uh, who who is a big Yakuza fan in here? Yeah. No, I am. I, I, I know Steven is, and I'm wondering. Have, I think, but. Um. What's um? What's your two cents on this? No, once again, I gotta refer. I gotta defer to Steven. Was this something that was? Um. I I feel like this has been around for a while. It, was it there something has. announced, I mean, or was there an the English uh, version been out in announced Japan for a while? But yeah, they're they're localizing this game. It's coming out right, in the US. Right. Right. I want to say maybe fairly okay, soon. I cool. want to say maybe early next year, but I'm not 100% sure on that. Um, but yeah, you you I guess you get to see the origin story of uh Kazuma Kiryu, the uh the uh main protagonist of the series. So yeah, he, I guess how he breaks into the the Yakuza. And you also get to play as um yeah, you also get to play as awesome. Goro, and I guess I think Sean will know who I'm talking about. He's <laughs> a popular yeah. character in the series that <laughs> you never get to play as. So yeah, uh, Majima Goro is a <laughs> psychopath with yeah. an eye patch, and <laughs> it'll that be, sounds very Japanese. It'll be very cool. Maybe they already did. I don't. Know. Yeah, right on. I don't remember. They probably have. I, I, I actually, I'm, I'm psyched to play this, but I, I gotta admit, I haven't played Yakuza Five I've, yet, I've so been I haven't. It since like it, it came out on the PSN back in December. I've been kind of playing it off and on, and. I, I'm not as into it yeah. as I was three and four, and I think it has a lot to do with because um, it's kind of like four in that you play as like four different characters, four or five different characters throughout the game. So one chapter you play as one character, and then right. you play as somebody else. And right now it feels like I'm playing all these disjointed stories. Like they don't, they're not really tying in together. I think they do in the last chapter of the game, but um, it just feels like it's a little all over the place. But Aside from that, it's fun. I mean, it's still it's still Yakuza. I mean, it's uh, the same gameplay, all the activities, and probably even more. And they probably added a bunch of things, but uh, like, what do you do in a Yakuza up. game? 
Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's mostly a brawler. It's just like you run, you run around uh, Japan, beat like people an, up, that's about JRPG, it. It's almost like a JRPG, and there's almost this random encounter element to the game where as you're running through the town, these people will just run up to you and be like, hey, you looked at me funny, let's fight, or, or something like that. I mean, just ridiculous reasons. <laughs> that's kind of cool. Is it? Is it anything like Sleeping Dogs? Um, Maybe a little bit. I mean, it's it's kind of a different style of game. Yeah, not okay. too far off. Uh, whereas, but like you have yeah, an open yeah, world ish. Was more like Japan GTA, and you know, Yakuza is not not really so much. Yakuza oh, okay. is more Shenmue, yeah. but only like a thousand <laughs> times better. Oh, okay. So you still have yeah, to like go into arcades <laughs> and like play games. Yeah, and exactly. There's a ton oh, of that's cool. activities and uh, things you can do. Yeah, so my, my take on this is even though I'm a little bit behind on the series, I haven't played five yet. I, I think that any Yakuza game that gets localized for North America, even if it's digital only, I, I think is a yeah. victory. I, I think Sega is doing the right thing, bringing these games over. All they have to do is put English subtitles on the games and just give them to us digitally. And uh, it's a hashtag take my money. And there are a lot of fans uh, like myself that, uh, you know, will will support these games. And there are more of them out in Japan than will ever come out in uh, yeah. North America. There are these like feudal mm -hmm. Japanese like spinoffs that they made <laughs> set in like ancient historical Japan. But I mean, give me, uh, you, you know, Yakuza 5, I haven't bought yet, but like Yakuza 0, like, keep, please, Sega, keep them, keep them coming. Yeah, like, that's, that's why I'm that's in. why I pre ordered you know I mean? 5 on PSN because I wanted to support the series and keep them, try, do my part to help keep the games coming. I'll probably pre order 0 as well for the same reason. So. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Mm -hmm. Good. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. But we should definitely, uh, I know we mentioned it a few times, but like playthroughs, you know, seems like we we should probably put a Yakuza game on our uh, list at some point. Why so. not? Sounds like it's a really cool game. Yeah, they're so I mean, awesome. And you know, just to echo Sean, man, I mean, this the PS2 library is it it's incredible. It's one of mine that I I never I never thought was going to grow as much as it has, but. Um, it's one that I'm like really happy to see growing. Mm -hmm. What a great library of games! Yeah, it's got some really good stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, um, well, I mean, guys, that's that's the end of our list. We finally made made it to it. I mean, we're almost four hours in now. If you can, mm -hmm. if you can imagine that. I mean, so um, I guess, I mean, we'll, we'll just kind of go back through. I mean, what are guys like in you know sort of. Um, what are your thoughts on E3 2016? I thought it was uh, really good. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was... I, I actually don't remember yeah. specifically about previous years, but I feel like this one was probably better than the last few, maybe. Um, I feel like... Yeah, I feel like... Yeah, I mean, I'm I thought more, it was exciting more for me to be well. excited about um, this year. There was a lot of great surprises. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. One of our uh, RF Generation writers, Slacker, had written an article about it, and... Uh, um, and it was sort of focusing on all of the negativity that had come through, like E3, and how like this negativity is sort of increased with you know each E3 that's come about, and and how we just like to be negative about games. But I think there's a lot of, you know, I I mean, you know, if, if you look at this list of games, there's 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 a 
there's several games that I'm excited about. There's a lot more that I'm probably not excited about. But at the same time, I, I look at it as a whole, mm-hmm. and, and I see a lot of good things that are coming out in the future as far as video games. You know? Yeah. I'm with you on that. That's that's perfect. And, and you know, I think what you just said encapsulates what E3 is supposed to be all about. Sure. Sure. I mean, I would, I would like to see... You know, just to be honest, I like seeing Nintendo do something a little more, um, <laughs> I mean, you know, instead of playing like just gameplay footage, I would like to see something a little more, um, you know, revealing like these other guys do. Something a little more exciting for, you know, the fans to see. Show us the NX. What the hell is it? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, I mean, I don't know. I mean, what are you guys' thoughts? I mean, like, who do you, what, what was your, who was your favorite of E3 this year? Oh, easily Sony. Yeah. 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 I agree. Yeah. I, Boy, mean, I think, I think you might have a different take. I think. I think you're between a rock and a hard place. I am. I really am. And, yeah. and I think Sony did an awesome job and mm-hmm. they, they weren't so showy. So mm-hmm. like, so like. Um, like Microsoft tried to be like the coolest, hippest, most exciting one there, but mm-hmm. this whole thing is about like it's supposed to be about the games. Yeah, you can show me some hardware stuff, right? Yeah. Um, but it's supposed to be like tell me what to be excited about and tell all these writers, you know, like here's some details on upcoming stuff. Yeah, I mean, I I think I think Microsoft sort of missed the boat on We Happy Few as far as being a a phenomenal game. I think if they yeah. gave that more spotlight, I think it they'd have a better presence because um, mm-hmm. they kind of just. I don't even think they got like a developer to come on stage and talk about the game. Maybe yeah, they did. Bit, it's a little bit glossed, but they yeah. kind of glossed through it. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But like for every game, I think except for maybe Recore, uh, they brought out somebody from that development studio to say hi. I'm so and so from this studio. We're working on you know, let's say Gears of War four. Like, mm-hmm. here's a demo. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I think like because if you go by volume, I think like Microsoft had so much stuff to show. Mm-hmm. There's some stuff like sure. I'd say good. You know, at least three quarters of it I didn't particular care for. Mm-hmm. Uh, like still, you know, good stuff, still quality mm-hmm. stuff, but it's not for me. Yeah. Um, what I mean, definitely the Sony presser had me the most excited and, you know, the most pumped. Yeah. More stuff you care about. Yeah. I think. Um, yeah. But then again, you know, Nintendo had that, you know, Zelda Breath of the Wild, which is like a, they did? a whole new turn for the yeah. Zelda series for me. And can be argued was probably the best game presented at E3. Right. Um, I mean, it, it, it's definitely, it's definitely arguable, but, uh, you know, at the same time, I feel like, um, I don't know. I, I feel like Nintendo's like, you know, they, they find a lot of comfort in, uh, you know, rehashing like old mm-hmm. titles. I, I'm not seeing a lot of new things coming. You, you look at PlayStation and even though, like God of War is, it's a game that's been developed before, but at the same time, they are taking a completely new direction on that game. Right. So I think right. like with, with Sony's event, it was like, holy cannoli, that's God of War, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, 
whoa, like I'm seeing Horizon in action. You know, yeah. there's, um, they had the wow factor going for them. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. And, and and they didn't have to build it up. No, you know, with with. Uh, so I I know this is like a super long winded response for me, but I guess if I had to say like in my opinion, this um this presence was the best I'd, I'd have to put it down to sony but it's yeah it's not an easy decision for me to make yeah huh. um i can see that yeah that's cool cool well um you know thanks guys i appreciate it it was a great discussion tonight i knew it was gonna be a long one we're approaching the uh what almost four hour mark right now can you believe it this is the longest but, uh, playcast yeah <laughs> It's a sidecast, so it doesn't count as a playcast. No, it doesn't count. But I think our our Bonus. sidecast was a press conference. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm I'm re- I'm really all. It's been really awesome, like uh, speaking with you guys about E3, and um, I hope we can do some stuff like this again in the future. I mean, I've I've um, you know mentioned like maybe playing some you know maybe side games that aren't maybe a part of the typical playthroughs. As, uh, as we know them, some of the games that we all own that, um, you know, maybe might be a little on the more uh, pricey side that people don't want to play or more on the um, uh, the side that they're, uh, you know, Japanese-only games. So I hope we can do some of this stuff in the future. So really enjoy it, guys. Thanks for uh, coming on and taking some time for this. Music